This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Welcome, everyone, to Radio Techers. Everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of Radio Techers. On this week's episode, we are going to be watching Liverpool versus Manchester United live. We've got predictions, we've got all sorts of madness. We're going to talk about other Premier League matches. Mags has already pissed me off. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's, get it, let's get it going. Let's get it going, guys. <laughs> Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to yet another episode, like I said, of Radio Techers. I am Tanner, a.k.a. the Texas Gentleman. The and Nervous with Gentleman. The Nervous Gentleman. The Nervous Gentleman. <laughs> the Texas Gentleman. No, uh, uh, I am, of course, uh, Tanner, a.k.a. the Texas Gentleman. Uh, joined with me here, my good friends, uh, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Stephen, howdy. how's it going? Howdy, howdy. I'm good. I'm good. Good, good, good. Uh, I'm enjoying watching you just like melt. <laughs> yes, yes. Emotionally, just just <laughs> melt. It's it's um it's gonna be something. It's, yes. uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it here momentarily. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely talk more about it. Uh, we are of course also joined by um, my good friend and, and yours and, and and Stevens, the hardest working man in all of podcasting, Mags. Mags, how yes. are you doing? May not be good friends for much longer. Depends how the the next ninety or so minutes go. <laughs> so, so, so some 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 context here. If you are familiar with Radio Techers, and we thank you for joining us here for Radio Techers, right? Um, basically, we've done three watch-alongs so far. Three, three mm-hmm. watch-alongs. Um, uh, this will be our third. Uh, both of which previous ones have been Liverpool games against my own personal will uh, <laughs> mostly um, and, and none of them have turned out very well um, and, and now we've we've done this we're doing this watch along now of a Liverpool game with the highest of stakes possible mm-hmm. highest of stakes um, mags I know you and I discussed a little bit of a preview uh, of the match um, on Wednesday. So if, for, for those joining us, if you haven't checked out Wednesday's show, please make sure to subscribe here. Shooting the sports is check out Wednesday's show. It's going to be awesome. 
Um, or it was awesome. Um, Mags, you said one nil to Liverpool. Are you sticking with that prediction? Now there's been a lot of chops and changes. We've not, we haven't got any, um, proper defined centre backs in this Liverpool side. We've also got a Man United team that is probably the strongest that they could put out. So I'm going 4 0 Man United, I think. What the hell are you on? Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So Mags is, is obviously, deli- so Mags is obviously delirious. They had a long uh, UFC show that they had to watch last night for five rounds. So Mags is not in the proper state of mind to really make <laughs> predictions here. Uh, I'll pass it on to Steven then. Steven, yeah. since you are. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll find out here in a moment. Um, Steven, since you uh, since you were unfortunately not on Wednesday's show, mm. uh, what are your predictions for this game now that you've seen the starting lineups here? Obviously, it's uh, it's going to be a wild match, no mm-hmm. matter what what mm-hmm. you cut it. Um, any predictions? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with Mags. Not not about the four nil, not about the four nil, but I do agree with Mags about uh, Manchester United's lineup. It's it's a really really solid lineup. Uh, I, I am expecting. Probably a draw here, honestly. Probably a draw, just because. I mean, Man United's lineup is, is very, very good, uh, but we still have that. We still have the the three man uh, the three man band up on the front for Liverpool, and I mean, you can never count those guys out. So uh, I think I'm going with either a one one or a two two here, honestly. That's not a bad prediction. That's yeah. that's actually a very safe prediction here. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I'm sticking with my prediction. I'm sticking with it. Three two to the Reds, the the, the Liverpool Reds. Uh, we're we're gonna take this Rick. game. I think uh, the addition of Shakiri to the lineup is gonna be good. Um, what a game what? changer! Shakiri, <laughs> he's, he's he's gonna he's gonna be there. He's gonna do some things. It's gonna be awesome. He um, is gonna do some things. I'm for, like I can say that for sure. Very very, very <laughs> bad things. But I I think too the one thing that that you that you might be forgetting here, Mags, is the importance of Tiago Alcantara. Uh, he's going to be able to break down and unlock some tight spaces that United have. Um, uh, if we're looking at the season so far as a whole, United have not had particularly great luck in defense. And I think that Thiago Alcantara, along with the speed of Mane and Sala and the trickery of Firmino, I think they'll be able to unlock uh, some uh, some areas of United's uh, defense. And, and I think they'll be able to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, where, where I am, where, where, where the where the two goals from United come from is obviously, uh, you know, defensively. Um, Henderson and Firmino, uh, Fabinho rather, had. Uh, did not have a, such a great outing against Southampton last time. Uh, Henderson is probably more prepared now than what he was for that game. We'll have to see what happens. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what? I was just rem- uh, reminded of, the, of a star brought to your attention just pre-recorded, so I thought I might as well bring it up on the show. Okay. Um, okay. United have got 29 points out of the last 33 that they've had available, which is absolutely outstanding. Um, mm. And 
this this will, will be if if Liverpool get the victory for the first time that they've been that Man United have lost away from home in a full calendar year. So mm. yeah, the the omens are, are there to say that Man United are going to pick up this victory, but you can never count out. <laughs> wow, you look like the omen with that look there. <laughs> <laughs> you can never count out um, um, Liverpool. I think um, until the, the the two games where they, they they haven't scored, that was the first time since Klopp's been in charge that Liverpool have gone back to back without scoring goals. So there's definitely goals on the cards. Um, mm. Just, I think the first fifteen to twenty minutes will be pivotal. Uh, mm-hmm. Whoever can 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 like take control of this game, uh, maybe uh, grab an early goal. Uh, that that will be like the the bench setter, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, and if it is Liverpool, they'll be able to go on and pick up the victory. I, mean, I actually have no dog in this fight. The only reason I am back against Liverpool is because I know it aggravates Tanner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Personally, uh, I, I want Liverpool to win the league, especially over my United, because it's it's always kind of a anyone but United case in in my house. But we'll mm-hmm. see. This should mm-hmm. be a fun game, though. This, yeah, indeed, indeed. No, I mean it, it. It'll definitely be a fun game. I mean, in my opinion, at this point, it's it's Manchester's game to lose, honestly. Uh, but you know, like you said, with with Liverpool, uh, you know, you can never count those guys out. So. Uh, some some comments here from the chat. Uh, thank you guys for joining us in the chat. Please make sure to leave comments for us. We'll put them out here as we go throughout the live stream. Uh, Matt Willis is in the chat. Says Mags is officially in need of the men and white coats. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Um, I mean, I've just put a bet on of made out to win four nil and Br- Bruno Fernandez to get on the score sheet. And I've got three hundred to one. So. Who will be laughing then when that happens? Not wow. me. <laughs> Perhaps not. I don't, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast, uh, says, What's up, gentlemen? Who's going to the top of the table today? What's going on, you guys? I hope you're doing well. Who's going top of the table today? Uh, again, this is kind of going back exactly to what we're going to sell. Shay will stay at the top. Goodness. Wow. Sounded like a horror wow. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my attempt I'm, I'm, at I'm trying to calm Tanner, Tanner down with a little bit of uh, no, no, you're not, ASMR. Not. <laughs> Did that not work? Uh, it, it, it clearly has. Oh, uh, Marshall hat trick. They're really relaxing. <laughs> I think you need to whisper to him in a in a German accent. That'll do. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, Marshall hat trick. <laughs> Stephen might have a point. Um, no, I mean, this game really doesn't get any bigger than what it is. Uh, no. I mean, two two huge rivals. Uh, top of the table for the first time in what seems like forever. Um, Liverpool finally getting some edge back, it seems, uh, from um, years and years of Manchester United plaguing them, right? Um, <laughs> like, it, it really doesn't get any bigger than this game. Um, it, and what's it's interesting, a, it's too... A, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's, it's a genuine six-pointer. It's... Uh, because if, if Man United get the victory, they they pull six points away from from Liverpool, and if Liverpool pick up the win, 
they they back on level terms. So it's such an mm. important game uh, at such a, a, a crucial stage of the season, uh, especially mm. when you look at Man United's fixtures in the in the next two. Um, they've got some relatively easy fixtures coming up. Um, so this is this is the hardest one that they've got. I think next they've got Fulham uh, and then Sheffield United. So they're pretty much six points guaranteed. Uh, a win mm. here against Liverpool. Uh, this could really kickstart my yards uh, run to being uh, perhaps Premier League champions. Well, and, and the, the interesting thing is like... Uh, Historically, culturally, uh, you know, the, these are two clubs that are actually, they've got a lot more in common than people think, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're both from the north, they're both working class towns, you know, uh, working class cities. They're, I mean, they probably actually, you know, fans of these two teams will look at each other and it's, and it's almost like looking into a mirror in a lot of cases, right? Maybe. Possibly, you don't think so, Mags? No, there's there's too much difference between the two. Liverpool fans are bin dippers. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> are you calling them poor? Is that what? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay, okay. fair enough. Uh, okay. I, I, I just think that you you would find them to be more similar than different. I think. It, yeah, it, and uh, I think that's that's what breeds the kind of. Um, the animosity between the two teams. They've been the, the two most successful teams in England by far. Uh, uh, in, in terms of distance, they're 20 miles apart. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, a hell of a lot of rivalry there. And like I said, they both, uh, they both are part of that working class uh, uh, section of, of, of Britain where football was the, the one thing that you could... Uh, look forward to a, a weekend and and mm. and going and beating your local rivals was was like a huge thing. It was like really you had bragging rights and that kind of thing has has really just intensified over the the decades mm. and, and the hundreds of years that that these two have been uh, at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be fun. Well, uh, make sure, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we kick off here, if you are choosing to bet today, uh, make sure to choose, I believe it's uh, Thrive Betting, uh, I believe is what we have here. The, there are sponsors. Um, please do bet responsibly, uh, responsibly <laughs> gamble responsibly. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate that. Um, let us let them know that uh, shooting the sports is shooting the sports ish sent you uh that would be uh that's what you need to do also uh go to podgo.co slash nba uh we do have affiliation with uh with the nba Uh, they've got discounts up to 75 percent off just let them know that again shooting the sports ish sent you uh and uh yeah uh, enjoy some discounts on some NBA gear. You know, get the new James Harden Brooklyn Nets jersey if you if that's what you fancy. Um, in double XL if you're James Harden. <laughs> in double XL if you're James Harden. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, actually, have you seen that picture of him? So like there's the, there's the multiple pictures of him where he's he looks like he's really kind of like allegedly ballooned a little bit yeah. and uh, and then like they do like the promotional pictures for him in in Brooklyn and uh, it looks like he's lost like fifty pounds. Photoshop is yeah, a, it's a beast. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> ask if you think that those pictures were real. If not, then it's whatever uh we are about to kick off Mm -hmm. 
nervous, guys. Very nervous. It'll be fun. It will be fun. This is true. For us. Manchester United is wearing some interesting jackets. I'm not really quite sure what what's on the back of those jackets. Oh, so you're way behind me then. It's like a bull, perhaps. Yeah. Um, the, oh, so here in the States, the Peacock Network doesn't kick off until about, oh, a minute or two until oh, like, okay. uh, well, broadcast. On, on the mass um, stream on Sky Sports, the, uh, the, the, the guys are all out on the pitch uh, doing the, the pre-kickoff uh, uh, ritual of uh, applauding for... for um, oh, yes. For BLM yeah. and, and for the NHS stuff like that. Uh, the, and the lineups have been announced on, yeah. Let's just uh, mm-hmm. quickly run through before the kickoff. So Liverpool have got Allison in the nets, then uh, Trent, uh, Robertson as wing backs, and the centre back uh, partnership of Henderson and Fabinho. Um, we've got um, uh, Thiago Mechley's Anfield debut, uh, and then we've got uh, Vinaldum and Shakiri across the middle, and then the front three of uh, Salah, Firmino and Mane. Um, then for United, it's a, a very, very strong team. De Gea in the nets, Wambasaka and Shaw uh, down the wings. Lindelof and Maguire um, uh, forming that uh, centre-back partnership. Then we've got Fred and McTominay in midfield. Uh, then Rashford, Fernandez, and uh, Pogba all supporting uh, the lone striker of Anthony Martial. Um, who, for me, I would say is the only weak link in, in that team in, in in terms of form. Anyway, uh, hopefully he'll uh, he'll come good in this game. He's a, he's very mm-hmm. much a big match player. He's mm-hmm. Anthony Martial, and to be fair, he's had a lot of good chances. He's just un- been unable to to finish. So uh, we'll we'll see if he's able to 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 score today. Well, and and the other thing too is Manchester United is using the dreaded diamond formation in the middle of the field, uh, which has brought them mixed results. Uh, a bit of mixed results here. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that fares for them. Uh, also some breaking news here. Breaking news uh, per Fabrizio Romano on Twitter at Fabrizio Romano. Mesut Ozil has officially joined Fenerbahce. Is it the, did he get the three and a half year deal? Um, he's signing the contract uh, th- uh, tomorrow morning. So more okay. details to come for that, but it does it does look official that uh, Mesut Ozil is off to Turkey. Yeah, so one of the most. Go ahead. I was just going to say I read earlier on today that uh, he, uh, Ozil and Arsenal agreed to terminate the contract. He is losing around seven and a half million in uh, in wages, but obviously he's able to uh, to go on and play football in in Turkey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and how much, um, as we kick off here, how much money, I mean, has Mesut Ozil just been awarded uh, on a week-in, week-out basis without even touching the ball? I mean, yeah. he's, I mean he's, two, two years sat on the sidelines earning £350,000 a week. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure he's not hurting uh, terribly uh, right. with this move. Um, no, and I, I do also believe that he's not—he's not really leaving like on a on a sour note for Arsenal. He's still keeping his uh, the box that he pays for, and, and he's still funding for uh, Gunnarsson's uh, wages. So mm-hmm. he still—he still loves the club. I think. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he does. You know, it's—it's it's probably it probably is a bit uh, bittersweet 
uh, I'm sure that he's that he's leaving a, a club that he really enjoyed playing for, and you know, it's yeah. I mean, he's been there for a long, long time. Um, yeah. But you know what? The good news is is now he has a chance to meet you, Mags, on holiday when you visit Turkey. So yeah, and, and where we go on holidays in Verim, uh it's a lot of Fenerbahce fans. Um, the the area that we visit, uh, a lot of Besiktas fans as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Liverpool on the attack, but the, this ball has Oof. not stayed on the pitch at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems here in the opening minutes. Um, Robertson's just had a really good chance. Uh, what minute are you on, Mags? I am on two forty-two. Okay, so you're a full minute ahead of probably Stephen and I. I'm at two thirty-two. Oh wow, you got way ahead of me. Let me see if I can get this fixed. Let me. I can um, pause. To catch up. Uh, pause. No, 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 you're good. I'll just, I'll just fix this real quick. Um, more big transfer news here. More to the Liverpool end of things. Uh, rumors widely speculating here that. Uh, uh, Genie Van Alden will not sign any contract that mm-hmm. Liverpool put in front of him and that Ooh. he will be off to Barcelona perhaps in, um, uh, I guess, at the end of the season. Um, for me, Genie Van Alden is probably one of the best players that Liverpool has had under Klopp. Um, it's going to be uh, really difficult uh, for him to try and be replaced Um I'll, I'll I'll address this to both of you. Um, if you are Jurgen Klopp, how do you go about replacing Genie Van Alden? I'll start with uh, I'll start with Steven. How would you How would you replace Genie uh, Van Alden? Do you find a player that's more like for like? Do you have a player in mind? Is there somebody mm-hmm. who you could think of that uh, I, I guess would would work well uh, it, with Liverpool's lineup? Or is there a type uh. of player? I mean, honestly, uh, I'm not 100% familiar with him, uh, to be honest. I'm, I'm still getting to the point where I'm, you know, learning the whole lineups of, of every team and, and uh, you know, ch- trying to figure out, like, what works best with each team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hate to, to be that guy that's like, oh, I'm not, not really sure, but uh, I would have to – I think I would have to do a little research, honestly. Okay. No, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, this is very much an on-the-spot kind of question. Right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, hey. <laughs> um, Mags, what about you? Oh, as Tiago lifts a beautiful pass up for Trent. Trent oh, crosses it in. No. Uh, Liverpool are looking pretty good here in the opening minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shakiri particularly. Hmm. Um, Mags, if you are Jurgen Klopp, um, which you are not, but if you were, how would you go about <laughs> replacing um, Jeannie Van Alden this summer? Yeah, uh, I mean, before I get to that, uh, I think Jeannie is playing a, a very brave game, uh, holding out for that dream move for, for Barcelona. I mean, as a player, would you want to play for Barcelona? Absolutely. But in the way that uh, that club is in turmoil now, uh the only interest in Genie Wijnaldum is coming from Ronald Koeman. The board are not uh, kind of in favour of signing him. Uh, certainly, the the, the players right. there aren't in favour of signing him. Uh, and with the the uh, presidency uh, election coming up pretty soon, I think it's been delayed. It was due next week, but it's been delayed till uh, later in the season. Um, I think he could find himself maybe 
quickly out of uh, out of contention for a Barcelona spot, uh, depending mm. on whether we get uh, Victor Fonte or uh, Juan Laporte coming in. Uh, because either way, I don't think Koeman is going to be in charge at the end of the season. Uh, Barcelona have been absolutely just a shadow of their former selves. Uh, but if all things uh, go his way and he does get that Barcelona move, Klopp is is probably going to want to look to replace him. Um, and for me, I, I would actually rate. I would actually rate Barcelona. Um, they they are a very much in financial uh, peril. Uh, they they're not going to be able to um, afford to buy players, but they are going to have to sell. Uh, so maybe you could, if you wanted someone quite like for like for for Gini, you could try and price someone like Sergio Busquets away from uh, from Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Sergio Busquets, who also has a uh, uh, you know quite a long uh, working history with Thiago Alcantara, uh, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, he would be a little bit on the older side. I think that would be the one worry that, uh, that yeah, you have with your Liverpool. Um, I think that uh, f- for me, um, one of the more interesting prospects as uh, Manchester United looks to take a throw in here from Luke Shaw, um, uh, and that is gone out. Um, one of the more interesting prospects has been uh, Renato Sanchez, who himself kind of was this prodigy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's played for uh, many, many clubs uh, already at the young age of, I think he's like, what, 21, 22, yeah. 23 maybe? I think he signed for Bayern Munich when he was like 17. Wow. wow. Yeah, he was he was very young when he joined Bayern Munich, and that move, of course, did not work out well. He's kind of his career's kind of gone through some ups and downs, but um, at the same time, with him being, I guess, in the position he's at at Lille right now, he he's actually his career's kind of more on the upswing, which is good. Um, and I think that he he could play uh, very much like Genie Van Alden. He can be physical. He can do a little bit of the dirty work. He's pretty good at. At the technical side of the game too so that that's somebody who i would look for perhaps yeah interesting i mean you could even maybe go as far as say uh someone like Depay, memphis Depay would be a memphis good Depay. fit yeah he, he could he'd be more of like a he'd even uh if you brought in Depay, i mean he could be somebody who you could stand in for uh uh for Firmino even you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah perhaps yeah. And he's been he's been on fire since that uh, that uh, very lackluster season he had with Man United. Yes, yes. I think that was just not the right move for him. Uh, no. And uh, McTominay and Thiago clash knees right there, right in the middle of the park. You gotta be you gotta be a little bit nervous if you're seeing that as a Liverpool fan, seeing Thiago kind of clutch his leg a little bit. Um, but we'll see. Uh, it's been a very nervy first ten minutes for for both clubs. Both have had uh, some some slight chances to to maybe break the deadlock, but yeah, it's a a very um, panicky uh, first mm. ten minutes. I think. Yeah, yeah, very nervy. You're yeah. seeing both clubs kind of really go at each other, which is yeah. which is quite interesting. It's a very very um, physical game so far. Very physical, mm-hmm. very. Um, uh, both teams have no problem with attacking one another. This mm-hmm. feels like a very open game. Um, so 
I'm, I'm sure at some point the game will settle back in, but yeah. this has been a very wild opening 10 minutes and here. It's been interesting to see Pogba hit uh, a peak of form over this last uh, month or so as well, especially mm. considering his agent came out and said uh, Pogba's going to be looking to move. Uh, there was obviously the, a lot of talk of him being... Uh, um, a, a, a lot of talk of unrest at uh, Old Trafford and he was lazy and things like that. But he's really mm. kind of like really stepped up his game in the last... Yeah, month. he could have fooled me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Do you think that is because he's looking to really help Man United push for the league, or is he putting himself in the the shot window for a move? Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Obviously, yeah, I don't. Think I mean, that. honestly, if he's able to to get you know that big push for Manchester United uh, to to get to the top of the league, I mean, that's going to make him look good as well. Uh, especially if he's uh, you know a crucial part of that lineup. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I think I think Tanner's right. It's a little bit of column A, column B. Uh, I think that you know doing his best where he's at is in his uh, in his best interest right now. Uh, if he wants to stay or if he wants to move, yeah, makes sense. Well, and and I, I think that obviously, uh, I think he wants to make it right because I know a lot of people have taken his word his words kind of uh, in that context of him wanting to leave. Um, but at the same time, um, like, I think he wants to do it for Ole because he's, because he's an actual team player, you know, mm-hmm. um, he, he does want to do it for Ole, but at the same time, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think that he wants to be at Manchester United anymore. I think that he's at this point in his career where, you know, he's starting to look at the time, and he might be thinking it's now or never to make uh, another big final move, perhaps, at the end of his career, uh, with his hopes per- perhaps being at Real Madrid. Perhaps it's being, you know, at, uh, you know, going back to Juventus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he'll go down in, in history as one of Maniard's just miss gems he could have easily been an absolute world beater but he's just it's just never clicked for him at man united uh obviously left because he thought he wanted he wanted game time got uh got exactly what he wanted at Juve, became a, an absolute superstar and then uh came back to manchester to kind of uh right the wrongs that he thought went wrong there as a youth and it just hasn't seemed to have panned out for him uh unfortunately you 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 can't always make a success of, of, of something. And yeah, it, it might be time that he kind of closes the door on his uh, Man United period. But we'll mm-hmm. see. Like I said, he's, he's hit a, a purple patch of form in the last month or so. And he's, uh, he's been one of the, 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 the main reasons why Man United have had this push to the, the top of the league with, without, and without kind of even looking spectacular in, in performances. They've mm-hmm. really been... Man United have been, have been industrious. They've been able to pick up the points without looking flashy or without looking like they were dominating games. Well, and that's a great question for the chat, too, is, hey, you know, uh, for everybody out there in the chat, again, we thank you for joining us. Uh, who, you know, where do you think Paul Pogba is going to end up at the end of the season? Is it Manchester United? Is he staying in Manchester United? Is he going to Juventus? Is he going to Real Madrid? Where is Paul Pogba going to end up in uh, uh, at the end of the season? Uh, you know, let us know in the chat, guys, where you think Paul Pogba is going to end up. Um, 
Also, uh, as we've been discussing Paul Pop, we've been missing some masterful play here uh, mm-hmm. by Tiago Alcantara. Oh, a- oh, is it going to drop? Oh, you'll catch that in a minute, Tanner. Uh, <laughs> Robertson is having a Robertson is having a really good game in in in, in terms of going forward. Liverpool have, have started to really kind of uh, get find the groove now. Uh, they're starting to open Man United up quite well. Uh, United, they, it looks like they're playing five uh, defend five defenders at the back, really trying to crowd out the box. But uh, the mm. likes of Salah and Robertson are finding a lot of space, and yeah. Mm. He, it's you can sense a goal coming. Mm-hmm. Firmino with the passing, he's doing some dribbling. Oh, it looked like a shot on target, and then Robertson, of course, with a shot, and it just barely, just barely. Uh, yeah, that just sums it up right there, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, this is one of those things where. Um, Obviously, I get really nervous when I watch Liverpool, but with it being Manchester United and the stakes being this high, it's just, mm-hmm. it's so hard. It's so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this is, uh, I mean, so far it's been a very good game, but this is also a really interesting one for me too, just because I, I feel like uh, the tail of the season for, for these two teams has kind of been the opposite, whereas uh, Liverpool started out really, really strong. And then almost recently, you, you know, it's still Liverpool. Uh, they, they still have the, those extremely talented guys out there, but they're not looking as consistent and as strong as as they could be or as they, they did at the beginning of of the season, I would say, whereas uh, Manchester United is kind of the opposite. You know, they, they started, uh, you know, pretty weak, honestly. And, and uh, you know, I even saw some some things on the Internet uh, asking, like, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, like, what is happening, dude? Like, this is this mm-hmm. is looking really, really rough out here. And, and then, you know, towards the, the middle of the season now, Manchester United is looking really, really good. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that I think is what's really interesting to me about this game. And this is going to kind of set up you know, set up the rest of the rest of the season for either team for for uh, for better or worse. You know, well, and and we wrote off Manchester United uh, yeah. earlier this season. We we wrote off Manchester United as a team that's not. Uh, I think a lot of people did, honestly. You know. So, um, it, and that's kind of what I'm trying to 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 understand is kind of like what what's happened, what's changed, what's been different. Um, that was good. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. A goal's coming. I mean, it was quite a way wide, but the fact is that Firmino made that space and he got a good chance there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Willis in the chat says Firmino missed a sitter. Uh, yeah, it I mean, like to a, be fair, it was Mane uh, and Firmino. I don't know if that's yeah. a sitter. I've seen, I've yeah. seen worse, far worse. Um, it but was well out. Firmino could have. I've seen Firmino score that goal. I've seen it happen. Right. Oh! <laughs> oh! Oh! I mean, it's, we've literally just got Rashford going down the other end, uh, totally outpacing the Liverpool Ooh. defense. And um, I think it's Robertson trying to get back, falls over, giving uh, Rashford the, the ball in the box, but the ref called it uh, stop oh, play. Man. That was close. That's, that's Man United's best chance of the game so far. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, just 
Yep, there you go. Oh, uh, man. I mean, good on Robertson, though. Robertson, can you believe that he he came from, from Hull, from Hull City, for, what, five million pounds? Yeah. Maybe? Uh, what 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 is what a star he's turned out to be? One of the best fullbacks. In the yeah, league. I mean, we mentioned it earlier in the season. Uh, Robertson and uh, Trent are transforming the way that that people look at fullbacks and and their kind of a uh, what they can give to a team. Uh, they're just they they they're absolutely an amazing pair of fullbacks and. The generational talents, they're so, so good uh, at attacking, mm-hmm. at defending. The numbers that they put up uh, in terms of attacking and defending are just they're unreal, absolutely unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connor McCabe has joined us in the chat, says, Hello, Tanner, Stephen, and Mags. How's it going? Hello. Hope you're doing howdy, well. Howdy. Again, we are watching Liverpool, Manchester United. I'm nervous. I... I I I I'm I I don't know. Uh lofted pass looked to be going Trent's way here. Thiago he's Thiago's trying to pull the strings here and I think that I don't know if he's just playing a level above or or what what it is. He's seeing he's certainly seeing things that maybe not everybody else is seeing right now. Hmm. Which is interesting. I mean, on, on the balance of play, though, Liverpool are having uh, are having the better of the game. They're creating the better chances. Mm-hmm. They're really kind of pinning Man United back for long periods, and Man United are, are, are like six, seven deep in the box. So they're really trying to crowd Liverpool out. But mm-hmm. but uh, Salah and Firmino are still able to find uh, space and, and chances. Um, so a goal is coming. Uh, it's just going to take mm-hmm. one slip up from from this uh, Man United uh, backline, and mm-hmm. and Liverpool are going to be in. Well, yeah, I mean, this, this has too. been a. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was going to say, and Mane too. Mane was finding some really good space uh, mm-hmm. earlier uh, earlier in the game. But go ahead, Stephen. No, I was just going to say that. I mean, this has been a, a a very very good game so far. Obviously, like Max said, uh, you know, a goal is coming for Liverpool. The, there's almost an argument uh, to be made that that it should be one nil. Uh, um, but, but yeah, I, I mean, Liverpool is definitely more more dominant on the ball uh, for what it's worth right now. But for for whatever reason, Manchester is just uh, you, you know finding hmm. finding the answers that they need. Ooh, mm-hmm. and, and you know, right as I <laughs> right as I say, there, there's another really good chance for Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. that deflection uh, it was pivotal. That would that I think that were a goal by Shakiri if that if it did turn yeah. out deflection. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, this is this is exactly what I think Liverpool were wanting in this game is for Manchester United to to make this as open of a game as as possible. Yeah, Shakiri mm-hmm. Shakiri could have easily made that goal as well. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, obviously so, it's it's nil nil right now, but Manchester United is on the back foot uh, for mm-hmm. sure. The, the only problem is that if they do get the ball like they have now with Pogba, he's so good at spreading it to the likes of Marshall and Rashford, yeah. who, who are so quick. Mm-hmm. But uh, saying that, and as Firmino, oh, great block again by I mean, And who was that in the volley? Salah. Salah with the mm-hmm. volley over. See, it's this is, really, this is kind it's of a, really end-to-end. It's end-to-end stuff. Man, I just had a, a sniff of a chance. Liverpool win the ball back, and within seconds, 
they they they're taking chances again. It's always oh, that that shot was not that far away as well from Salah. This kind of been the story of Liverpool's current run of form is they have no problem striking the ball. It's right. it's, it's converting. It's converting is, is the problem. I wouldn't even say the defense is the problem. It's converting chances that's the problem. And, and, and I, I, I think that's an issue because the, the, they've overperformed for so long as a, as a front three uh, where they've been so dominant that any kind of like drops in form it makes them look almost like like mm-hmm. ordinary, which we know that these guys aren't. And uh, you can tell that one or two uh, goals and they'll be back on form and, and scoring loads. But it's just a lull that we haven't seen from uh, from this front three from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Not in the, I, I don't think perhaps ever because no, that, no. First th- it, that first season that they were all together, they were pretty much clicking uh, from the get-go. Yeah, for, for the for the last two seasons, they've been absolutely dominant. And mm-hmm. this maybe four or five game run where they've really kind of struggled, um, it's been it's been a bit of an eye opener um, to mm-hmm. say maybe they they aren't infallible. They are actual just human beings. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Liverpool seems to be almost trying to just brute force these chances uh, <laughs> right right now. Yeah, and, and and I mean that that comes to really no surprise for me. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I gotta say because it's it, you know I think that they're they're wanting so badly to convert that first one. Um, I, th- I think maybe they just need to. Uh, this might be ill advised, but calm down just slightly. You know, mm-hmm. think a lo- think a little bit before before taking these and make them count. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't blame them. I, I mean, the the first goal uh, of the game, whether it goes to Liverpool or or Man U, is is crucial. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely crucial. Uh, I think the the first, uh, you know, I guess I'm at 24 minutes. The first 24 minutes of this uh, of this uh, game have kind of proven that it's it's going to be a low scoring game. Uh, I I do believe um, just who it's going to go to is the question. Well, over this first. Like, like uh, Stephen said, 24 minutes. Liverpool have had 71% of the possession. It's been all Liverpool. Um, mm-hmm. They've had six shots to Man United zero. Uh, the, the the telling thing is, though, that none of them have been on target. Um, mm-hmm. but, but Liverpool are, are, are really, really dominating. Oh, now Marshall may have picked up a little bit of a knock here. Um, so, yeah, that's Ooh. not good for, for, for Man United. Looks like he's going to run it off, though. Here's the other thing too is that if you're Liverpool you you got to I think you got to keep a little bit more in the tank right mm-hmm. um I, I it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be wise to run yourselves all over the pitch here in the first half and then get so tired yeah but i mean that's 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 the game Liverpool plays you know like they I know they play so physical they do a, yeah, yeah. That's Harry Maguire again with a mistake. Uh, I don't know how sensible Man United playing this uh this back line so tight towards goal. They're really inviting Liverpool into to take chances, and one of these chances is going to go in because mm-hmm. Harry Maguire is looking a liability. Mm-hmm. He's got the ball again, and he, again he almost loses it in the box. Yeah, Harry Maguire is. Yeah, he's a real. I'd be targeting him if I were Liverpool. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I, I, I mean, think, I think at times it looks like they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, Manchester United, they, they have so many people in the box, uh, you know, as Liverpool goes toward, towards the goal line that they're almost inviting the these long range uh, kind of chances. And, and, you know, any other team that that's OK to do, you know, because that, that is a much harder goal to try to make. But uh, I mean, we've seen these strikers be able to make these goals and, and sink them in day after day. So, uh, you know, like Max said, I mean, one of these goals is going to go in. And I think Manchester United has to they, they have to do a little bit more defensively uh in instead of just you know trying to get as many people in the box as possible because i don't think that's going to work here no no uh gentlemen i'm trying to find an opening here to where we can talk about other matches from around the league uh from yesterday and today maybe we'll see if this one here works uh wolves west brom uh wolves two west brom three um This is uh, quite a bit of a, a, not a controversial game perhaps, but West Brom uh, winning essentially with two penalties uh, taken uh, during the game um, and really kind of shutting down Wolves and and, and kind of hindering their momentum, similar to how West Brom did with with Liverpool earlier in the season. Yeah, it was was an interesting game to, to watch because... Both teams were were in the lead at points in this game, and uh, it came down to the the two decisive penalties. Uh, really well taken by uh, Pereira, uh, but it showed kind of how how critical uh, uh, Robinson is for for West Brom because he was the one who who got in the position to 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 get the two penalties. Uh, mm. Wolves are really kind of struggling, aren't they? They're, they're mm. losing. They've lost so much of that kind of early form that they had. Uh, I mean, if you remember going back to last season, uh, uh, Adama Traore was absolutely running uh, teams ragged and they were even taught that he was going to sign for perhaps someone like Liverpool. But now you just, you can't see where Wolves' next win comes from. They just look so beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a... Is that is this the beginning of the turn for 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 West Brom and Sam Allardyce? Is he going to be able to 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 win that battle and uh, and keep West Brom up? I I mean, it's looking like he's doing a pretty darn good job. I mean, as mm-hmm. as much flack as we gave him <laughs> uh, when he first took the job, um, yeah. I mean, it it looks more and more likely now. Who will that be at the expense of? You know. Um, that's that's the tricky part. Mm-hmm. Um, I still like other teams that are in this relegation battle more than I did um, uh, more more than I do West Brom. Perhaps I guess is what what I'm trying to say. Uh, like mm-hmm. like Burnley, for example. I know Burnley yesterday had uh, a little bit of a slip against West Ham losing one nil yeah we um, we had we had a, a good few games where we were looking like Premier League quality again and then over the mm. last two or three games we've just not been able to score and that's the issue uh, in we're never going to play gorgeous looking football we're never going to be people who dominate in terms of possession mm-hmm. but we do get chances and and the, the issue is our strike force in wood and Barnes are, are not mm-hmm. And not putting the ball in the net, and hopefully this investment from uh, from uh, the um, the Americans will uh, will be able to uh, help us at least pick up someone who who can get ten fifteen goals in a season because that's mm-hmm. what we that's what we desperately need. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and 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 that's the other thing too is like uh, I, I with that even said, even with Burnley losing yesterday, losing a little bit of ground like that, I still I still like Burnley uh, going or staying up more than I do West Brom. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I just do. And I think uh, as bad as Burnley are being this season, and and as a Burnley fan, they are being pretty woeful. There's teams in in and around us that are, are performing way worse. Uh, mm-hmm. Sheffield, obviously, uh, st- even though they picked up a win recently, uh, yeah. are still the league's whipping boys. Fulham have been absolutely woeful, uh, and even Newcastle again dragged into that relegation battle and have been unable to, to pick up points or even score goals. So I think there's mm-hmm. still positives for the likes of uh, Brath, who are playing absolutely amazing football, uh, mm-hmm. and Burnley, who are, who are always going to be kind of tenacious. I think there's, there's still definitely the, the opportunity for us to to kind of cut away from this, this pack. Uh, I still would say that the three at the bottom now are the three I'd back to, to go down. Uh, but I, I do see Newcastle uh, and potentially Wolves being dragged into that uh, that relegation mm-hmm. battle. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I definitely see uh, Burnley staying up for sure. I, I mean, if you take a look at pretty much all of Burnley's games, the 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 problem, like you said, Max, is, you know, getting the ball in the net. And other than that, I think they're actually a really, really strong team. Uh, Burnley's defense is fantastic, and I don't, I don't think anyone can can say any difference. I, I really like Burnley's defense. They, they, uh, they, they do very well to not concede goals. Whereas when you talk about someone like Wolves, uh, you know, they they're kind of a wild card. They they can play really, really good games, but they concede a lot of goals. They they always do. If you you look at Wolves games, if they win, it's usually by one point. You know, uh, they they don't have a lot of clean sheets. Where, whereas uh, Burnley, I, I think, is uh, you know a little bit more able to to pick up those clean sheets. Yeah. Sure. Well, outside of Arsenal in eleventh, we've actually Burnley have actually got the best defensive record. We've only conceded twenty two goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, outside of that, I mean, you're looking at Fulham with twenty five, West Brom have conceded forty one, uh, Leeds thirty four, um, Brighton have conceded twenty nine. So we have got a really uh, a comparable defensive record. I mean, we we've, we've let in less goals than Man United. Uh, and we're on par with Liverpool. Liverpool got 21 goals considered. So defensively, we are solid. It's mm-hmm. just we don't score enough goals, and that's where we really need to improve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, uh, what I like about Burnley is that they they will they will fight you. They will fight you <laughs> all the way to, to like the before, before the game. We'll fight before you. the game, even possibly uh, oh, down the after the booked. game. You know. Yeah, Shakiri just picked up his second booking. Not of the game, of the season. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what are you even talking about? Uh, oh, a, da- uh, a dangerous area for a Man United free kick. They're about 25 yards out, maybe. I'll be one uh, Is that oh, Fernandez what? placing the ball? Yeah, Fernandez placing it. I wonder if he'll do a little bit of a hop taking the, the free. Yeah, yeah, just a little, the little just tippy little, tappy run up, little jump up. Yeah, oh, this is not a place. Oh, oh, that was close, really close. <laughs> yeah, That's the closest by out of. Allison was nowhere near that as well. An inch or so, and that's a goal for Man United. That's a really well taken free kick. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is I not the, a place where you, no, you're good. This is not a place where you'd want to concede goals if you're if you're Liverpool not concede goals, but Oh, and then straight after it, Salah's on the break. Oh man, you had have got back though, and oh who was that got the shot off? Firmino got the shot off and De Gea was able to sweep it up. But that just shows how, how end-to-end this game's been. From a Man United free kick, within seconds, Liverpool uh, are up there, mm-hmm. pressure as in the defence. And mm-hmm. Harry Maguire, again, just looking like he's got two left feet. He <laughs> might have two left feet. Like, <laughs> I mean, like... They call him Slabhead, I suppose. Oh, Rashford. Oh, that's a bad touch by Rashford. Give, uh, let's give Robertson the chance to get back. I really don't think that the partnership between Maguire and Lindelof works out that well. I think that I think it's a bad partnership uh, b- between those two. I think that they were trying to play uh, Eric Bailey. Bailey, yeah, Eric Bailey has been has been outstanding this season. Yeah, uh, really kind of uh, blossomed, and I think Lindelof is a, a really good defender. Uh, I just mm-hmm. think he's not a leader. Uh, whereas Maguire's got those leadership qualities, but he's also has just been so clumsy recently and, and making a lot of mistakes. Um, I would have ordinarily thought they would have gone with Bailly and Lindelof at the back, uh, or Bailly and, and, and uh, Maguire. Mm. But this uh, this Lindelof uh, Maguire partnership is looking pretty shaky. Liverpool's midfield is just connecting <coughs> on all fronts here, it seems. And and, and you, what you're seeing here, too, is Henderson's actually coming out of the centre-back spot and, and really kind of doing a lot of the work that you would normally see Virgil van Dijk doing in terms of, of, of mm-hmm. dis- distributing the ball a little bit yeah. more. And I think that's that's kind of what Klopp has been trying to go for when he's played Henderson at centre-back, but it's not always come off. Um, I think that now there's a little bit more familiarity in his partnership with Fabinho back there. I, th- I think it's it's working a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike JC in the chat says, uh, "Just saying hi, boys. How's it going, Mike? Hope Hello, you're doing Mike. well." <laughs> uh, watching again, Liverpool, Manchester United. Thank you for joining us, everybody out there who has joined us. We appreciate that. Uh, just uh, take a brief moment. If you haven't done so already, hit the thumbs up, hit the like button. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button as well for all uh, radio techers and shooting the sports ish content. That'd be greatly appreciated. Um, yeah. Uh, Steve. Yes. I was just gonna say Manchester United. They're they're doing a little bit more here to to you know get possession. They're just not able to maintain Liverpool uh, again, which has kind of been the story of the game. Just has every answer. Mm-hmm. I think Man United's best chances have come from hitting Liverpool on the break, Absolutely. Uh, and with Martial and and Rashford's pace. Uh, when it's in the middle of the park, Liverpool are just swarming the likes mm-hmm. of uh, Fred and McTominay. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a, a good sign because again you're taking out two vital components in Fabinho and Henderson from <laughs> the midfield um, and 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 putting them uh, in, in the center back positions you wouldn't normally see that mm-hmm. um, yeah it's it's interesting to see that Liverpool's maintaining that same uh, level of aggression uh, in in the middle of the park um, Stephen did you have a chance to check out the Brighton Leeds game yesterday. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I was pretty happy with that game. I was pretty happy with that game. Now I, I obviously, you know, 
Brighton won. So that's one thing to be happy about. But also, uh, I mean, Brighton just plays really great football. I, I really think they do. And, and I think that's one of the, the main reasons that I latched onto them as hard as I did. I will say that that uh, Mope goal was, uh, you know, it, Mope put it in the net, uh, but it was the buildup to that goal that, that really, really sunk that in there. So uh, it, it's good to see Mope, you know, picking up a picking up a, a goal. I, I always give Mope shit about, you know, not – just not being very valuable in the role that he is, but he, he was exactly where he needed to be for that goal. And then they, they just played really good football and, and maintained that, that one nil lead. So I was really happy with it personally. Did, did y'all get to watch it? Yeah. And I, I thought, I thought the goal was, it reminded me so much of a, a FIFA goal, the kind of goals mm-hmm. that you score of even just like the, the, the clinical passing and then uh, getting the, the, the player with loads of space in front of goal, no, no goalkeeper to stop it. It was mm-hmm. a really well played goal. Uh, and Brian have been playing glorious football and they really don't deserve to be in the position that they're in. Uh, mm. I, I think that, Everybody has taken Brighton almost as their second team in the Premier League because they play such pretty football for a team's kind of like in that relegation battle, uh, mm. and they really, they they really kind of like they they stopped uh, a very kind of aggressive uh, Leeds team from having kind of any chances really. Uh, uh, and it's been something that even the even the bigger clubs have been unable to do. Uh, Leeds have been able to at least uh, have chances and, and score against uh, a lot of the bigger clubs, and and um, Brown was really able to kind of like keep them pinned back. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a great three points for for Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I enjoyed the game, I, and and I don't think I could say it any better than what Mag said. I mean, it's 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 really nice watching Brighton play. Like like yeah. it's it's really good flowing football. Uh, and I so, think yeah. everybody just loves Graham Potter. I think he's probably the most popular manager in English football right now. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Uh, Manchester United seems to be just flopping and flailing all over the place right now. Uh, of course, Luke Shaw's uh, ankles are uh, made with chewing gum, allegedly. <laughs> uh, so, uh, chewing those. gum, shredded wheat, and hopes and dreams. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, like, like, like he was tackling Mane and he got hurt. Like, how how does that happen? Um, weird. Um, uh, another game that happened yesterday. Uh, Fulham nil, Chelsea won. Chelsea, again, kind of lucky to actually get away with this one. Uh, Fulham uh, uh, definitely got hurt with uh, having a uh, red card in the 44th minute from Anthony Robinson. Uh, yeah. Mason Mount also a little bit lucky to get in the goal that he did in the 78th minute. Again, Chelsea um, pick up the win here against old rivals Fulham. Um, yeah, this was not a pretty game to watch. Um, Werner had a, a woeful game. Uh, I mean, we we saw good chances from Giroud, and I think uh, I think it was Mason Mount who hit the bar earlier on. Uh, but yeah, Chelsea can be kind of a count the blessings that they actually came away with the three points uh, because even when they were down uh, to ten men, Fulham was still uh, giving as good as they got in terms of uh, of chances and, and uh, shots on goal. But, yeah, it was not a pretty game for, for Chelsea, but three points is three points, and it stops that rot 
Uh, I just mm-hmm. don't think that they, they can kind of say that they've turned a corner. There's still some real issues with uh, with um, uh, Lampard's management. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, Chelsea's Chelsea this season uh, has really, really shocked me, honestly. I, I mean, they for the people that they have, the the players they have in their lineup, they should be playing much, much better football, Mm -hmm. in in my opinion. I think uh, Giroud is is one of the best strikers, in in my opinion, in the entire league. And and I guess he's just not having the the support from from the midfield, the the support from, uh, you know, some attackers to be able to uh, do what we know he can do. But Chelsea's just so confusing to me. Uh, I mean, it, I, I guess uh, to your point, Max, I guess it's just, uh, you know, evident of just piss poor management, you know. I mean, we, we, we spoke about it uh, on, a, on quite a few episodes, really. The, uh, mm. the way Chelsea dealt in the, in the transfer window was uh, kind of like playing football manager where they had all the money in the world, so let's go out and get all the best players. And right. whilst, whilst we were all really kind of crowing that yeah we're, we're getting these high quality players in the Premier League they haven't they haven't gelled together as a, as a team they haven't been mm-hmm. playing them particularly in the positions that they that they excel in uh, mm-hmm. Lampard has, has played so many different kind of formations and tactics that I don't think he, even he knows what his his favourite tactic is and he's trying right. to fit the players into a squad rather than uh, use the correct players for the tactics he wants to play. And mm. it, it, it's definitely coming uh, It's definitely coming unstuck for him, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not like it's all been misses here from, from Frank Lampard. Uh, I mean, right. Thiago Silva's... No, yeah, no. I mean, I'm not saying that you're that you're saying that, but I mean, like Thiago Silva's been really, really good. Um, uh, ben Chilwell, for what it's worth, has been a pretty, mm-hmm. a pretty solid choice at fullback position. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at uh, Timo Werner, and you look at Kai Havertz, and you know the fact that Frank Lampard really doesn't know what to do with Kai Havertz. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you look at these. You know uh, these lineups that he puts in, and it's just very like like Steven said, very confusing. Like I I, I don't even know where to really begin <laughs> with how you yeah. would fix Chelsea. And and you've got um, the the one kind of main striker role, but you've got three or four players who they they push into being that role, and and nobody's mm-hmm. able to kind of hit. Any kind of major form. We've had Giroud who who scored a few uh, in a in a bunch. We've had Tammy Abraham who scored quite a few in a bunch. But nobody's really kind of uh, doing that week to week and really kind of cementing mm-hmm. themselves as that number one striker. Yeah, he shuffles it too much. He's, he's yeah. shuffling it way too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's almost yeah. one of the same things that I would say about uh, Brighton and, and their front line is, is that their their front line get, gets shuffled around almost every game. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of sh- some strikers will be, uh, you know, put into midfield. Some, some midfielders will be put in, into the striking position. Uh, it, it's just with with Brighton, they have such a good uh, su- such a good midfield and such a good uh, back end that it's it's. In terms of the actual game, maybe not in results, but in terms of the actual game, it's working a little bit better than Chelsea. Uh, mm. But I, I mean, Chelsea's able to get a little bit better results, so I guess I'm, you know, yeah. 
Um, let's see here. We are almost at the uh, halftime mark here. Uh, so let's let's see what happens. Uh, again, it, before I guess before uh, halftime is actually uh, called here. Uh, if you are who 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 do you think is happiest here at this point? Um, as as we have Connor putting in the chat here, he just turned on the game. He's picking Liverpool one nil. Strong pick, strong mm-hmm. pick. Um, who who is happier at this point in the game here? Because it's it's going nil nil. It looks like it's going to be going nil nil into yeah, halftime. Halftime now nil nil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So halftime nil nil. Uh, who is happier here? Jurgen Klopp or Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer? Um, for me, I think Klopp has the more positives to look out of that that first half. Liverpool mm-hmm. going forward were very very strong defensively. They were they were they were slip ups, but they were all in all quite strong. They've dominated the game. Uh, but saying that, I think Ollie has got quite a few things that he can be positive with. The the fact that the defence have been able to frustrate Liverpool. Uh, the fact that when uh, they're they're able to. Um, uh, Rashford and Marshall have looked dangerous running forward, and there is gaps in that Liverpool uh, defence. Um, so, yeah, it's a very evenly matched game, not in terms of chances, but in terms of, of the result. Uh, I still think that a goal is coming for Liverpool, and I'm I'm surprised that game is still nil nil at, at the at this stage with uh, with the chances mm-hmm. that Liverpool have had. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it could easily have been. Th- three nil at this point, or th- or three one, considering Bruno, uh, Bruno's free kick was so yeah. close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think Mags is right. Obviously, both teams are, are uh, you know, you don't want to go nil nil into half, you know, uh, of course. <laughs> but I think Klopp definitely has some 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 more things to be happy about. I, I mean, there's there's an argument to be made that this game should be uh, you know one nil right now, two nil. Uh, or, or even uh, like you said, you know, a, a goal to to Manchester for sure. But um, so many more chances uh, being made for Liverpool. Uh, the, I think the uh, the the defense of Manchester United is kind of just almost non-existent to to a certain degree. I mean, like, like I had said, uh, you know, earlier in in the. Uh, in the show here, you know, Manchester United, they're kind of just putting a bunch of people in the box and hoping that it goes well. Whereas Liverpool, rather than by quality. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Liverpool, all of these guys are able to get goals at any angle, at any distance, you know, so you, you have to be smart with your defense instead of just trying to brute force your defense, which I think Manchester United is doing right now. Um, the, the positives for Manchester United, like Mag said, is, is the, the movement, uh, you know, off of, uh, you know, off of the, of Liverpool's box and, and going, uh, you know, with some, some really, really great momentum across the pitch, uh, but, but they're just not able to, to finish and, and put the ball in the net. So, uh, yeah, L- Liverpool's definitely looking a lot stronger here. I think they're they're playing a more decisive game. They're playing a more tactical game, whereas Manchester United, they're, they're kind of, uh, you know, brute forcing the defense, uh, tr- trying to get, you know, lucky breaks. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I know I said a, a draw at the beginning, but if uh, – if the the second half of this game goes anywhere like the first half, I, I am expecting a Liverpool uh, win here. Yeah, agreed. Mm. Um, 
so it, let, let's let's flip the script a little bit here. Uh, if you are, let's say you're Manchester United, what what are you looking to do in order to convert some goals here in this half? Because they had some chances. They had some pretty decent chances, uh, mm-hmm. particularly the free kick that Bruno Fernandez took uh, right on the edge of the penalty box. It seemed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how do you exploit? Liverpool, for for me, with Liverpool being as as aggressive as aggressive as they've been, I would say try and let them tire themselves out and then exploit them from there. Mm-hmm. But what what do you guys think? That that seems a, a very um, astute way of, of maybe playing with this Liverpool team. I think what they need to do is is kind of push their defensive line up a little bit because. They have been sat almost in their 18-yard box for for the majority of the game with uh, with the back four and then the likes of Fred and McTominay really kind of like letting Liverpool come at them. And I think that's a very risky uh, way of playing. I think they need to maybe push the the defensive line up to uh, going up, going more closer towards the halfway line uh, mm-hmm. and really kind of force Liverpool back. Uh, and then that open that should open up the 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 options for for maybe like Pogba to spread the ball to the likes of uh, Fernandez and the the likes of uh, Rashford. Uh, and Marshall, uh, who can make more breaks into the box and, and exploit that central defensive issue that Liverpool are, are clearly having. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's easy to say that. But when Liverpool have had the ball for so much of the game and they're really kind of uh, controlling how uh, the play is, is, you have to defend. And it's as simple as that. When you've got the likes of um, uh, Salah, Firmino and, and Mane all running at you, the best thing you can do is pack out that defence and, and hope that you're able to clear with numbers. And so far it's worked. I, I don't know if, if they can hold out for long enough, so they definitely need to kind of be taking charge in this game and really trying to control it rather than let Liverpool uh, basically have the run of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I completely agree. I, I think the, the, the main problem I think with Manchester United in this game so far is uh, their their defensive line not really playing a very smart game uh, they're they're just kind of brute forcing uh, hoping to you know put enough people in, in front of uh, you know Salah Mane and Firmino and, and just kind of hoping to get lucky that that there's enough people in front of them to not get a goal out um, and then also uh, Manchester's midfield I, I mean they've been almost non-existent this game as well I, I mean a, a lot of the a lot of the breaks that that Manchester has had has just been a huge lob pass uh, you know across the across the pitch and then uh, you know Pogba and Martial are, are able to get it somewhat in the goal uh, or somewhat in the vicinity of the goal uh, not necessarily in the goal uh, yet but they I, I think I agree with Mags I mean they need to push that defensive line up a little bit they need to play a similar game to what Liverpool is playing right now where Liverpool is, is being very de- decisive being very very aggressive and Manchester United is is certainly on the back foot right now and kind of just letting them walk all over them uh, mm. I mean Manchester United they I think they're they're able to bring this game back for sure uh, there, there's certainly been uh, enough good in this game it's not a complete uh, you know it's it, it's not a complete uh, 
just a Liverpool game. You know what I mean? There, there's been good things from Manchester, but they, they need to be more tactical and, and more decisive and, and less uh, just kind of hoping for the best, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely understand. Um, I, I would almost say, I would almost say that if you are Manchester United right now, you're probably actually pretty happy with the current results right now. It, it would be very difficult for um, it'd be very difficult for for anybody to go into Anfield, particularly where where Liverpool have a major point of pride. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be very difficult for them to just go in there and and pick up a victory, right? Um, so a nil nil. If you're if you're Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer and, and if you're Manchester United, he might be in the locker room right now saying more of the same, lads. You know, you know, we want more of the same. Mm-hmm. We can pick up a win when they go to Old Trafford later. You know, I think right. that they're very much. Um, I think they're very much of the mindset that hey, if you can stay in first place, you know, <laughs> if if we can stay at the top of the league at the end of the next forty five minutes, mm-hmm. then all is well in the world. Yeah, um, I mean the the only problem I have with that is that the mm-hmm. the fact that the game is nil nil is more Liverpool's fault than than it is Manchester uh, playing a very good game. I mean L- Liverpool. It, it could easily be two nil, three nil right now, and, and mm-hmm. you, you know. I think Manchester should, you know, uh, count their lucky stars that that it's still nil nil. I don't, I don't think that's uh, anything Manchester United's doing. I, I think it's it's Liverpool missing goals that they should have gotten. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, and for me, I think uh, playing for a nil nil draw against Liverpool is is kind of short sighted for Man United. Whilst it might get them a point today, uh, what it does is it opens the door for for Manchester City who, uh, whilst they're sitting in fifth place, they've actually got two games in hand, and a draw between Liverpool and Man United is the best result that Man City can hope for because Mm -hmm. it keeps both teams in touching distance. And uh, if I'm right, they've got a relatively easy couple of games coming up. They've got uh, uh, the Palace one today, then they've got uh, Villa, um, and then it's West Brom and Sheffield United for for Man City. Mm -hmm. So they could easily use their games in hand and really kind of uh, make this a three-way uh, run for the league. So it's it's very short-sighted to think that uh, it's a sensible idea to just play for a draw in this game. I think uh, Man United, they need to get as many points on the board as possible, as do Liverpool. Uh, yep. So I, I, I just don't see Ola looking at this and thinking we'll just come away with one point uh, from, from Anfield when when really, really they need to get as many points uh, on the board as they can with uh, Man City having those two games in hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a Liverpool fan as I am, uh, you'll probably be very pleased with some news and some images that you saw earlier this morning. Uh, Virgil van Dijk has taken to the football pitch for the very first time since his injury. Um, he's he's in training, kicking the ball around. I'm not saying let's let's pick, get our hopes up and that he's going to return this season, but it is nice seeing him out there uh, being able to uh, actually kick a ball around. Um, wow. So. If, if he was fit enough to play, would you throw him into the game against Burnley on Thursday? Absolutely not, because they... <laughs> no, 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 no. He's not, he's not playing. 
<laughs> he's not playing that game. <laughs> he's, he'll, 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 Miracle comeback on, on John Cena levels. Uh, Van Damme <laughs> turns up against Burnley and straight away, Eric Peters just destroys his kneecaps again. <laughs> He's out for a- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I would, uh, I would feel so terrible. I would, I, 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 I don't know. I'd be like, all right, that's it. That's my season. All right, I'm out. I'll- right, right. <laughs> no, no more Radio Techers live streams for. Uh- <laughs> yeah, it's bad luck apparently. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Uh, more results from around the league since uh, since we got a couple more games to, to talk about. Um, I've never even seen that person before. Who who is that? Some some player from Manchester United has like bleached white hair. I don't know who that is. Um, oh, somebody. Is it not Van der Beek? What? Is it not Donny Van der Beek? No, for oh, for for Manchester City. I'm sorry if I said oh, Manchester, right, United, for- Manchester City. Mm. Yeah. What the heck is going on outside? Weird. I think it's a helicopter outside. Uh, <laughs> they coming for you to play to sub in. For they're going to the sub me in and put me in this. They're going to put me in the center back position. Um, Were you talking uh, about Sergio Aguero? Maybe. For, for Man City. No, I would have. I would have noticed him. I yeah. would have noticed what he looks like. I don't know, um, man. I don't know either. I'm <laughs> uh, it's not Gundogan. He dyed his hair recently before, and I think Mares has done it as well, where they've dyed the hair platinum blonde before. So, so maybe it's one of them two. It's Beautiful. so weird. Is is that really making a fashion comeback? Like, is that is that like fashionable? I mean, I'm, I won't be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. It'd be crazy if a uh, you know next episode of Radio Techers Mag shows up no hat but long flowing locks of yeah. bleached white hair. You're saying that about me, Stephen's hair, pure white would be. He <laughs> <laughs> could be a little crazy. He he he'd look uh, he'd look uh, an awful lot like uh, our good friend Foul Original. Uh, mm. perhaps, uh, <laughs> shout out Foul if you're out there. I don't I don't think you oh, are. You're not a football foul. fan. Um, I want to talk about this Leicester City Southampton game. I keep trying to bring it up, but then we get sidetracked. Um, Leicester City, surprisingly, all over uh, Southampton. Uh, James Madison picking up a goal in the uh, 37th minute. Harvey Barnes uh, with the uh, uh, basically the the death nil uh, in the 95th minute, uh, mm-hmm. sealing the deal for Leicester City. Leicester mm-hmm. City bumps them up to second place. Uh, they they've hung around, you guys. Leicester yeah. City has have hung around within these top two three positions. And, um, and if any of the teams in that that kind of top uh, top four have looked impressive, it's been Leicester. They're mm. the teams that have have really dominated their opponents. Um, and the 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 way that the goals are now getting spread across the team as well, with the likes of Madison uh, and Harvey Barnes really kind of stepping up and and helping Vardy with with that goal tally. It's a real kind of um, Jekyll and Hyde with with the, the their opponent Southampton, who have been so reliant on on Danny Ings and and now he's out they, I think they've only scored one goal in five games so it's, mm. it just shows that they have been really kind of dependent on on Ings and when when he's not available they go to absolute pieces um mm-hmm. 
Saying that, they did have some good chances in Southampton. I think uh, Smallbourne had a really good shot uh, chance uh, in the second half, and then uh, Stuart Armstrong almost broke the bar with a uh, with a shot from the edge of the penalty area. But yeah, this this is a very very classic uh, Leicester side who uh, are going to be hard work for any team to come up against. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I. I... Wasn't able to watch the whole game, but from from what I saw, this was all Leicester all day, honestly. Uh, Southampton just, just looked super, super weak out there, uh, honestly. I mean, and the thing with, with it, too, is uh, from what I saw, the, there really wasn't one player from Leicester that, that you can – that you can say was the deciding factor uh, for, for the game. I think just Leicester as a whole what was a much more dominant team uh, than, than Southampton. Yeah, they're a great unit, yeah. And, and uh, you know, like Max said, Southampton wasn't playing a, a you know, they weren't playing a, a trash game. They, they definitely had some good chances there. But, uh, but you know, Schmeichel in the in the goalkeeping spot, I think he played a, a really, really great game. And then, mm-hmm. you know, everyone uh, around the pitch for, for Leicester was just, it, it was all Leicester all day. They, they were able to move the ball how they wanted to. They, they were able to, you know, stop chances how they wanted to. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I think a 3-0 a, a or 4-0 or mm-hmm. even would have even made a lot more sense for, for this game just with how – dominant Leicester was over Southampton. Yeah, and I think uh, Leicester's kind of a a place in the title picture could be decided in the next couple of games, or I think they've got Chelsea next, and then they've got Everton, two teams who are are, are, are up there in terms of uh, qualifying for Europe, and if Leicester can come away with six points against those teams, that really kind of will make a statement. And if they drop both games, they could very easily drop out of the top six, or Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, two really important games coming up for for the Foxes. Mm-hmm. Second half is underway now. Liverpool, Manchester United, and Liverpool have come out like a house on fire, uh, <laughs> already <laughs> looking to create chances. Uh, Manchester United uh, have a throw in and are trying to kind of regroup. Looks like Pogba gives possession away to Trent, and uh, now Trent passes the ball out to Firmino. It, it it just seems that this game has started. This half has started as the second one finished uh, with a uh, Man United's really kind of hard defensive line uh, trying to crowd mm. out the box and, and Liverpool's midfield and front line up just looking to create space and chances and and it's coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 that looked like a handball. By, uh, is that Wan Bissaka? Looked like a handball by Wan Bissaka then, but nobody's called it. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting start to the first half, or the second half, rather. Um, very, very intrigued to see how this, this next half shakes out. Um, and then last but not least, you, you guys, um, I want to talk about uh, Sheffield United and Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham ran riot over Sheffield United. Uh, scored two goals in the first half. Uh, in the second half, Sheffield United pulled one back in the 59th minute, uh, thanks to David uh, McGoldrick. And um, <laughs> it wasn't to be long-lived because Tanguay Mbele uh, scored an amazing goal, an amazing goal uh, to, to seal the deal. 
3-1 Sheffield United uh, still uh, like, you know, just still buried down below at the bottom of the league. Um, it's it, it was an impressive performance from from Spurs. Actually, a lot of positive play uh, from them, which is very surprising considering it's uh, Jose Mourinho. Um, and to be fair to Sheffield United, I mean, they recently picked up their first win and, and this kind of like brings them back down to earth with a bump. But they have 15 shots in this game. They had five on target. They 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 really made a, a good account of themselves, uh, but they, they just couldn't get the ball in the net as, as many times as, as Tottenham did. But yeah, Tottenham after their kind of a... Um, the the train come off the rails a little bit recently. Back to back to winning ways and again and pushing themselves back in that top four. Uh, and we've got a real kind of uh, six way challenge for these uh, for these uh, Champions League places. Mm-hmm. Um, so Stephen and I, when Stephen was up here in Waco, um, we actually got a chance to watch the All or Nothing docu series. A mm. little bit of it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of it. Um, so uh, f- first, I'll ask Mags. Mags, have you gotten a chance to see the All or Nothing uh, series from Amazon? I haven't seen it. No. Okay. Okay. I would highly recommend it if you do have Amazon Prime or if you plan on getting it. It's a it, there's a good excuse to watch <laughs> uh, or, or to get it. Um, Stephen, what were some of your takeaways? I, I know again you have not. Ooh, chance there from Mane who passed out to Salah. Oh, it just went a little bit wide. Uh, Mane looks like he's still on the ground, though. Oh, no, he's back up. Um, so, Stephen, what were some of your takeaways, I guess, in watching uh, this All or Nothing series from last season with Spurs as Jose yeah. Mourinho uh, was basically introduced as the new manager on, on episode one? Mm-hmm. You kind of get to see... Um, you get to see the... the, the I guess Spurs season play out as it was mm-hmm. uh, as a, as an impartial fan, uh, someone who hasn't yet uh, picked a team that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of your takeaways in watching Spurs and kind of how their season unfolded last year? Yeah. I mean, it, it was, uh, you know, obviously I haven't seen a lot of the games from that season, but being able to watch the, the docuseries kind of put a little bit more of it uh, into perspective. Um, first off, great show. Uh, I think it's, it's done really, really well. Um, you, you get to see a little bit of, you know, a peek behind the curtain on, on a lot of stuff, which I really uh, like. Probably my my main takeaway from from the show, though, is I love Jose Mourinho. He like just like as a person, uh, <laughs> I, I think I think he's great. And really, what what I like about it too is is it's he's not a coach that goes in there and it's like. Okay, guys, you know, you did really good on the ball and uh, now we just need to work. Like he just seems like an actual real person that, you know what I mean? Like he, he's yeah. more of a more of a less of like a head coach and more of just le- as an observer. And, and it just goes in and be like and, and says like, OK, these are the things we need to work on, but not in not in a normal head coach way I, I would think or or a, or a manager way I don't, I don't know if i'm making much sense right now he just seems like a real person and, and so that was that was my main takeaway from it i think it, it's just uh jose Mourinho. Uh, I, I really like his management style i think um and then you know obviously watching that tottenham liverpool game uh from last season and, and just how uh how crazy that was and all the stakes that that went along with that i almost want to go back and, and watch 
the game as a whole instead of like through the lens of a mm. uh, kind of pro Tottenham docu series. I want to I want to watch it from an impartial standpoint, just uh, because of the the stakes of it, you know. But but mm-hmm. absolutely great show, really great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel as though at times Jose Mourinho kind of played things up for the camera uh, just a little bit. I suppose, uh, yeah. But but um, at the same time, I think everybody kind of did that. Um, right. What one of the more interesting things was uh, Christian Eriksen's uh, protracted transfers as Mags is sighing at the the TV screen. <laughs> it means Man, yeah, I had a really good chance. Uh, great blocking though by Fabinho. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, I just he's saw been, it. It's been really solid. Really mm-hmm. solid. That was, a, that was a great chance for Menu. Mm-hmm. And now they have a corner. If if Liverpool could get a, a quick clearance off this and 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 get it to Salah or Mane, you now could be in a world of trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they do. And they're away. Liverpool are breaking now. Oh, what a great ball! Can Salah get on the end of it? He has. Bad touch, though. Oh, that would have been a glorious goal. <sighs> Liverpool are frowning. That came from a Man United corner. That was scary. <laughs> well, that's the that's the wonderful thing about Liverpool is that they're just so fast. Mm-hmm. So fast um, with everything that they do. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, so, so Stephen, so did, did watching – all or nothing. Did that uh, did, did that give you any kind of sway into your your line of thinking as to you know maybe who you might end up supporting in the future? I mean, not just the Spurs wise, but you got to see a bunch of other teams profiled in that. Uh, I guess in the league too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't want to. I don't want to say this too early. Uh, you know, because we, we still have a lot of season left. Uh, but at this point, I think I am leaning towards either Brighton or Tottenham at this point. Uh, Chelsea was definitely up there for me for a while. Uh, Manchester United and Liverpool were, were up there for me for a while. Um, see, the Liverpool... It's an easy pick, I think, and that's I think that's one of the main reasons I don't necessarily want to rely on Liverpool. Um, but but yeah, with, with Tottenham, I, I really you know watching that documentary, you know, really put into perspective the the kind of management style that that Jose Mourinho has, and, and also uh, you know got to see you know the 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 side of uh, of Kane and, and mm-hmm. of Huming uh, Sun. Uh, which is really cool. I, I mean, I, I definitely like both of those guys uh, as well. Um, so it, it's it's certainly swaying me a little bit more towards Tottenham. Uh, but they are one of the one of the only teams that I've watched uh, documentaries for. Uh, I've watched uh, I've watched an Arsenal uh, docu series. I've watched a Arsenal versus Manchester United docu series. Um, I've also watched uh, a couple things for Brighton and a couple things for for Tottenham as well. Uh, so I, I think I, I need to watch a little bit more, uh, maybe from from some uh, you know the likes of Liverpool or, or the likes of Chelsea, maybe. Uh, but but at this point, I do think I'm leaning towards either Tottenham or or Brighton. Well, there you go. Yeah, some good teams there. Uh, Liverpool just continue to, to to make chances here. Uh, yeah. th- their problem is is again just the conversion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what minute are you on, Mags? Um, fifty six. 
I am also on 56. Okay. Yeah. Just switched over to 56. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. A little bit nervy here. I am Uh, so surprised this game is nil nil. I am so surprised. Uh, I I really think Liverpool has been very dominant here. Hmm. Considering how, again, how aggressive uh, they both have been. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yes. Uh, this is very surprising that this game is 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 nil nil. Um, definitely a very frantic first half, mm-hmm. and then an opening very frantic ten minutes here in the opening uh, of the second half too. So, yeah. well, one uh, thing that's really surprised me about this Man United team is as soon as Liverpool get the ball, instead of kind of uh, challenging to to win it mm-hmm. back, they're instantly sprinting back to to fill out that defense. Uh, it's mm-hmm. almost like this is, a, this is a tactic that they're they're playing. They're, they're trying to stifle Liverpool uh, by just having so many bodies behind the ball. Um, we just had a, a chance then when uh, Robertson uh, thought he'd won a corner and it actually went off him. But Man United, instead of challenging uh, Fabinho for the ball, they all just started sprinting away and leaving a huge gap for him to to feed the ball into, I think it was uh, Shakira, uh, or it may have been, it may have actually been uh, Vinaldum. But yeah, the, the Man United are just playing off the uh, the Liverpool team and not, they're not even challenging to win the ball back in midfield. Mm-hmm. They just wait until they get it in in terms of a goal kick or uh, in terms of uh, the the keeper getting hold of the ball. Mm-hmm. Really weird way of playing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, it, it it does seem as though they've been a really really passive as far as um, as far as pressing. Liverpool yeah. actually seem to be like it, like they have been more passive this season than they have in many other in the last probably oh probably ever since Klopp came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liverpool's been been more passive this season than they have previously um but they they certainly seem to have switched uh or flipped that switch oh, on here oh the one time maguire comes good oh. <laughs> great ball by trent crossfield to uh robertson on the on the opposite wing perfect cross uh mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and was just able to put uh Firmino off for the goal that Ooh. was a goal all day long if it wasn't for maguire kind of that just flailing his boot at it and putting Firmino off, it would it's one nil. Mm-hmm. Mm. Again, great play by Liverpool. The vision of Trent to see Robertson at the other end of the pitch, great ball. Mm. Yeah, Liverpool. Like again, I'm I'm beating a dead horse. I really am. Liverpool have all the tools. Mm-hmm. It's, it's truly it's, it's converting the chances. Mm-hmm. That, that they've just been lacking. Well, know. yeah, like Max was saying, I mean, Manchester United, they're, they're playing a very strange defensive game here. It, it almost seems like, uh, you know, they're they're almost trying to keep their their strikers in a position to, to get a really fast break off. But with the game that Liverpool plays and the really strategic pl- passes that they're able to move throughout the pitch, I don't think that's a very smart thing to do versus Liverpool, just because you're, you're waiting for a mistake. Right. And you know, Liverpool's not perfect, certainly, but they're they're You're not going to see that many mistakes from them. I, I think. 
it's the inviting Liverpool to just come forward on mass that I just don't understand. It's a, a very kind of a all or nothing kind of tactic because mm-hmm. it'll only take one chance for, for uh, Liverpool to, to to score and then we could see an absolute riot here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Martial coming off, uh, bringing on Edinson Cavani. Mm. It also I mean, looks that- like... Uh- like uh, Modic was part of that debriefing there as well on the sidelines with uh, with Ole, so maybe we'll see Matic in as well at some point. They, uh, they, they certainly could need some strength in that uh, in that midfield because Fred and McTominay are being used almost as like surrogate centre backs to just fill mm-hmm. out the box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, if that's how you're going to play, I mean, why not put in Matic there instead of Fred? <laughs> you know, perhaps I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Cavani on for um for Martial. I, I I can't I I can't say whether or not it's a positive move or not. Very very much a lateral move. Yeah, Martial has had another weak game. Oh, Salah almost again. The crowded in the box. Uh, has he got a corner? Yeah, he's got a corner. It looks like, but yeah, mm-hmm. are, are just inviting Liverpool to come and, and attack and. It's good. It, surely to God, they can't keep him at bay for another thirty minutes. What What's interesting too is like, so Liverpool, a lot of their momentum comes from like the crowd and like the fans being yeah. in attendance and the singing and everything. Uh, Manchester United have actually seemed to have been done like doing much much better without crowds, like at all. Like they like there's no there's no one there in the stadium to like criticize them it seems like they're like they're doing better because of that uh, the, the fans don't want me out because they're not booing me <laughs> that's all <laughs> uh tactics right there oh man it's it, it, but no i mean seriously like all of their results are coming in when there's no fans around right um, so uh, quite a nothing so, set piece there mm-hmm I gotta say, Sala for not converting any of these chances here that he's had today has really worked his socks off. Oh yeah, he's done, he's done really, really well. It, like all, all of Liverpool has done really, really well, playing very positively. But I don't know. I'd say so far the only player that really has come across to me as being, uh, you know, uh, we're really kind of worthy of that title there for for united has been mctominay and and bruno really those are the only players that i can think of that have been really positive mm-hmm. uh in terms of uh united here maybe rashford in the first half but that's about it mm-hmm. yeah and ironically Maguire uh is having one of his better games through mm-hmm. more being the the right person in, in the right place at the right time. I don't think he's been technically good. He's had quite a few times when he's, he's looked uh, inept, but he's just mm. stuck there like a brick wall, and luckily the the shots are, are hitting him rather than hitting the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You think that comes down to him being like, I'm Manchester United captain. I need to be here with my team. I need to to like set an example. Like, do you think it comes down to anything like that? I mean, maybe. Uh, I just think it's on another day against uh, against Liverpool. This could have easily been four or five nil so far. Uh, Maguire's just had a a really good kind of rub of the green that he's been 
able to block shots that that perhaps he wouldn't have on on, on another day. Oh man, Manchester United—they're fighting real hard, <laughs> fighting real hard. Liverpool is just not letting it happen. Mm. That was a hail mary attempt there. Surely he didn't think that was going in. Uh, yeah, I, I think Allison saw it from from the minute it, uh, the shot was taken. So mm. I don't mm. any worry. Oh, that was a bit panicky though. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh, so down free kick. Uh, what about thirty yards out? Maybe free kick for United. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, Allison, You're a little bit ahead uh, of me, I think. Yeah, Allison with a really uh, dodgy clearance. It goes to uh, Cavani, and and uh, Fabinho brings him down. Mm. Oh, yep. Fabinho's been booked. Well, it certainly wouldn't be a Liverpool Manchester United derby without a booking. <laughs> I mean, it's been a relatively clean game, though. Uh, I think that's only the maybe the second booking so far. It also looked a little bit soft there from Cavani. I gotta say, I gotta say, Cavani definitely let himself go. He did ground. exactly the same against Burnley. Yeah, exactly the same. He was rolling around for about three or four minutes until he, he uh, realized he got the free kick, and then he he was back up as if nothing mm-hmm. had happened. Yeah, Fabinho only really looked like he was stabbing at the ball. Cavani got caught up in his legs and just kind of yeah, it, fell it over. Was, yeah. It's what we call a professional foul. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's just to stop the chance. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so Rashford and Bruno Fernandez standing over. Let's see. I'd almost put it with uh, with Rashford taking this. It looks like he's going to be... Yeah. It's, a poor, it's a poor uh, free kick. Nothing comes of it. Interesting placement for that cross, I think. May not have got the tails up, though, in this last uh, minute or so. They, uh, mm-hmm. They're pushing forward a lot more. And they, they really are trying to battle for the ball now, which is something mm-hmm. they haven't done in the first 60 minutes. Uh, Mane just hit that ball like a shotgun. <laughs> that was crazy. Mm. So, interesting question here. At this point, if you're Liverpool, you haven't yet made any substitutions as of yet. Uh, you do have some subs on the bench, though, that you could definitely dip into. Um, would you make any changes here? Um, I mean, you, you, you're going to be looking for, for a goal to come from somewhere, but with the people on the bench, there isn't anybody who I would bring on and say, yeah, they're uh, instantly going to be a goal threat. I think you've only got Origa, who's, uh, who you could class as that. And I wouldn't say he's, he's a big um, a big game kind of player. So the only, the only other thing you could do is maybe take off a few tired legs. Uh, mm. But then saying that, who... In, on this pitch now, 
looks relatively tired. Uh, mm. I, I wouldn't really say that there's anybody who stands out to say that they've run ragged. Maybe uh, Vinaldum's had a relatively quiet game, uh, so you could maybe take him off, uh, perhaps bring on uh, Minamino, um, or maybe you could uh, make sure that uh, Tiago um, is joined on the bench. Yeah, Curtis Jones. Uh, yeah, Curtis Jones, Curtis Jones the, the utility man, the man who can play in every position on the pitch. Yeah, you could, I suppose, you could bring him on. <laughs> uh, and you could also bring on Ox for a little bit of uh, of strength and, and speed. A little bit of adventure, yeah. Mm. No, I mean, to, to Max's point, there's not really anyone that, that's looking tired. There, there's no one really wavering. I mean, everyone's... Even with the the crazy, you know, uh, athletic game that that Liverpool always plays, I mean, everyone's still still playing very very high level. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and uh, I know Shakiri picked up a booking in the first half, so perhaps he could be someone you take off to make sure mm-hmm. you get frustrated uh, right. and get, get a red card. Um, mm-hmm. Bring on Milner or perhaps Ox. Um, I think Fabinho's picked up a card as well. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd necessarily take a, uh, a defender off right now because I think defensively they've been they've been pretty good. Um, yeah, so I I'm, think Fabinho's been, you know, fantastic. So yeah. I, I definitely wouldn't sub him off. We are definitely nearing 70 minutes here now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's going to be a very nervy 20 minutes left, 20-plus minutes. Um, so... We will see. <laughs> we will see what happens here. If, if there's one thing that Man United have achieved in this game, it's that they've they've really frustrated Liverpool uh, mm-hmm. in of just keeping them at bay uh, to the point where now you can see uh, Liverpool's passes going uh, going a little bit awry because they're trying to push for a goal and maybe mm-hmm. not being as calm and collected as they were in the first half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there was ever a point in this game where Liverpool were really calm. I think they've been right. playing pretty frantically um, for for a, a pretty good long while, it seems. Yeah, I mean, I would even almost argue that, that Man U is looking a little calm right now. Maybe that, that does give a little credence to uh, you know them possibly trying to just uh, get a draw here. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, I'm going to step away real quick, but I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. And with that, we've just had Pogba um, with a head on goal after a corner and straight away, just like it's been for the last 70 minutes, Liverpool get the ball and they're instantly down the other end of the pitch. Uh, yeah. bad, bad ball by Mane, though. Uh, real wasted opportunity, but I think it's a Liverpool throw-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, surprised we're not seeing, uh, you know, a little bit more from Mane in this game, honestly. Uh, you know, we, we've talked a little bit uh, in past episodes about Mane and uh, just how he's, you know, maybe not as good a form as we would necessarily expect from him. Uh, I think Mane's almost shifted into a, uh, a creator role uh, this season, more more of like, more of, or, or more so than, uh, you know, the striking role that I'm personally used to seeing him in but uh pretty quiet from him this game honestly yeah, i agree and i think it, it makes it more apparent when you see that uh, firmino has had a, a kind of a, a quiet
quite a uh, few weeks as well in terms of uh, goal contribution. So it stands mm-hmm. out. Uh, the the good thing about this Liverpool front three is if one one player is not exactly got uh, good form, you've got two other players who are scoring the, the goals. Uh, right. Whereas you've got you've got one, you've got Salah, who's the the main. Uh, uh, goal scorer for Liverpool, and, and you've got Firmino struggling for form, and now Mane struggling for form as well. So uh, mm-hmm. I think Liverpool have really missed Jota, uh, as 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 weird as it is to say that they've only had him for a short period of time. Uh, he really came in and, and kind of took that role of of a mm-hmm. uh, main goal threat from from Firmino, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, they've really missed him in the time that he's he's been out injured. Mm-hmm. No, I was definitely expecting a little bit more. Um, you know, creativity from Mane in this game. I feel like, uh, you know, he's been very quiet this game. I, I feel like his his passes haven't been as uh, as strategic, I guess, as they as they could be. Uh, and then, you know, Firmino, he's he's doing good, uh, but but Salah is really like their main guy in this game right now. He he's made so many or, or created more chances than than any of them, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, surprised that he hasn't been able to sink one in uh, in you know almost seventy five minutes. Well, yeah, and and considering too that you you've had Tiago on this entire game, and mm-hmm. you've had Shakiri coming coming in as well, kind of bombarding everything and really kind of uh, um, making things happen in the middle of the, of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's very surprising uh, that with uh, with those two players in particular that Liverpool haven't been able to turn in yeah. a proper result. Um, I also saw an interesting stat um, as well um, that uh, Liverpool have um, Liverpool since Virgil van Dijk's been um, out injured, uh, they've averaged uh, two chances less per game uh, than than what uh, uh, than what they would with Virgil Van Dyke playing. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with their distribution and them trying to compensate for him not being there, mm-hmm. um, which has definitely been to detriment of uh, of the team. Well, yeah, from from what I've seen with with Virgil Van Dyke, obviously, uh, I, I haven't seen a lot of him, you know, because I, I started watching this season and, and he got injured very early on in the season. But uh, just from what I've seen, he he kind of has like, yes, he is a defender. He plays in the backfield, but he he almost has this like hybrid style to him where where he's able to to make really, really aggressive and really smart passes uh, throughout the pitch and is able to kind of get that first uh, you know, initial burst of momentum uh, that that Liverpool needs on, on a lot of their possession, and so I, it's really not that surprising that without him, uh, their their momentum has kind of uh, you know shifted. Hmm. Manchester United looking pretty positive here in the seventy fifth minute, going into the seventy sixth minute, uh, maintaining the possession. You know. <laughs> Uh, Rashford attacking here at goal. Um, it's a pretty good chance. Curtis Jones is now on for Shakira. Um, mm. 75 minutes now, and it's I, I'd, I'd be interested to know when was the last time Liverpool failed to score in three consecutive league games. I bet it's been a hell of a long time. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely been a while. It's it has to have been a while. Um, well, they've, they've not ever gone back to back without scoring in league games under Klopp until uh, until this this month. Mm. Uh, 
and now he's going 0-3. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> There's still a lot of games left to play here. 15 minutes left in uh, regular time, standard time, whatever. Um, and then we've also got some extra time too, I'm sure. Uh, probably not a lot, but yeah, not uh, <laughs> not much. I don't think. <laughs> but we'll, we'll probably get a little uh, a little bit of time, two or three minutes, perhaps. Fifteen shots Liverpool have had so far, and only two on target. That that is very very telling uh, for for what has been the issue here. Uh, that Man United have been able to block so many shots, um, by hook or by crook, I suppose. Mm. Certainly not very talented. <laughs> 15 not not 50 just for, for yeah 50 <laughs> for for editorial sake here uh, yeah 66 percent possession to liverpool uh almost double the amount of passes oh just united oh tiago nearly took the game by the scruff of the neck there um produces a really good save from de gea mm. He's he's come really close oh, to, wow. to making oh. these goals. Well, it's it's um, it's probably easier for De Gea than the the original shot made it look like it, it came quieting, but still uh, a very good snapshot by Thiago, mm-hmm. and just shows how dangerous Liverpool are from pretty much anywhere on the pitch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, and just Tiago, like you, you expect with Tiago, his his like his passing is kind of what he's known for. But his footwork and his dribbling is so underrated, uh, you know, uh, compared with the rest of his game. Like it's really, really impressive. Um, that was a great shot, great shot on target. Yeah, De Gea did have to work for that a little bit, um, but you know, one wrong move and that would be one nil to Liverpool right now. goodness well we do thank you guys for joining us here uh again we appreciate it as the game kind of winds down we're nearly in the last 10 minutes of the game so if you're in the chat we thank you for joining us we greatly do appreciate it if you haven't done so already make sure to hit that thumbs up uh and uh yeah subscribe here to shooting the sports ish tell your friends about radio techers and and like i said once again we greatly appreciate you for tuning in if you're listening to this in podcast form and you haven't done so already uh make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to podcasts and uh, again with another great shot from outside the box. <laughs> and I'll ask this of you, the listeners and, and viewers, uh, if you haven't done so already, uh, if you can leave us a five star rating review wherever you're uh, listening or watching this show, uh, we greatly appreciate that. It's it, it's very little to ask, but we but it makes it, it goes really goes a long way to helping us helping the network. Um, we greatly appreciate any help that you guys can can give us here, um, because this show is just as much uh, your show as it is our show, and we greatly appreciate you guys for joining us. Yeah, Tiago again, as, as Max pointed out, uh, he's he's really really coming into stride here these last mm. couple of games. We just need this to turn into actual, you know. Actual Goal. numbers on paper. Yeah, actual goals. <laughs> um, we'll see.
Uh, Curtis Jones has also been pretty positive since coming on as well. I do want to point out, I think, mm-hmm. I think he's really, he's really helped out uh, Tiago in the midfield creatively. I think I like that pairing a lot. Um, um, I mean, I, I, I suppose I was joking with him being the, the utility man, but he is the kind of player that you, you, you can play him in, in a number of positions and, and he, he's, he will absolutely do a job there. Again, Salah is making so much. Is making Man United really work hard. Um, mm-hmm. Really poking and prodding at Maguire and Wan Bissaka. He's running them ragged. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, you can tell what what uh, a lot of what Curtis Jones is doing is freeing up that space on the right-hand side of the pitch, which allows Trent to really press onwards is what it looks to be. Um, you're also seeing Robertson is pretty high up there as well. Um, and as you said, I mean, that's really only to the, the benefit of the front three for Liverpool. Uh, yeah, Rashford and, and Cavani splitting the defense. Wow, well played. Just shepherd, uh, Fabino just shepherd Rashford wide. Um, mm-hmm. Well played. Really good defensive mm-hmm. work. Yeah, Manchester United definitely uh, looks like they're keeping with the same tactic, uh, pretty much. Uh, looks like they're going to finish with the same tactic of just trying to just trying to crowd the box. Mm-hmm. I really wouldn't be surprised if at the start of next season, too, if Klopp considers keeping Fabinho back there at the center-back position. He's really, really done well there. Mm-hmm. Um, that would, of course, uh, mean a, another midfielder perhaps on the shopping list for Liverpool. Um, but, um, you know, all things considered, you know, Liverpool haven't been very lucky in keeping center-backs uh, safe <laughs> or center-backs uh, healthy uh, this season. <laughs> it's just such a demanding position, you know. Mm. Well, and it's just been. Oh, wow. That is the closest someone's come to the scoring. Uh, Pogba uh, really kind of forced his way in the box. Uh, Becker with a, a very close range save there. But yeah, that's been mm. the, the best chance of the game so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. Absolutely kicking himself that he hadn't scored there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So by, by uh, Becker just um, just made himself look so big. Well played. Corner for Man United, though. Wow, the speed on that ball, too. Mm. Oh, how did that not go in? How did Man United not score there? Uh, <laughs> are they going to pinch this game? Wow, they absolutely would not deserve it, but they've had a, a couple of really risky chances there for, for Liverpool. <laughs> Again, Pogba in the thick of it. Uh, Maguire looks like he uh, he fouls the keeper there. Mm. Looks like oh, no, Luigi will be coming on here shortly. Oh, no, well, no it looks like. contact with the keeper uh, looks like Rashford. Oh, the Fabinho's coming off for uh, Ariga. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. 
<laughs> I mean, uh, Origi is a Origi is a, is a much larger striker, much more traditional type striker than what you would find with uh, Roberto Firmino. The Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Sealed the deal against Barcelona. Sealed the deal against uh, Tottenham. Hero of uh, of the Champions League within season, but uh... yeah, very much a cult figure within uh, uh, within Liverpool lore. We'll see. Nearly five minutes left in. Uh, Regular time here, guys. Uh, is there a late goal, and who is it coming from? Steven, uh, we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, if there's a late goal, I think it'll be Liverpool here. Uh, they, they've looked much, much stronger. Uh, I think a lot of the chances that, that Manchester United has created have been uh, almost lucky to a point or, or almost uh, kind of... Um, you know Manchester exploiting a, a mistake from from Liverpool, which I think is is what they're going for here. I, I think the the positioning they've been playing in the game they've been playing has kind of been indicative of the fact that Manchester United is waiting for a mistake from Liverpool to get a really quick break, to get a really lucky break, and, and to get uh, you know an easy goal in. Uh, you know, coming off of a, a Liverpool mistake here. But that being said, Liverpool has just played a better game in in almost every way, honestly. Uh, So if if there is a, a, uh, a really late goal here, I do think it would be Liverpool. Uh, But that being said, it's, it's looking like this game might end nil nil. I think so. Mags, what do you think? Is there a late goal coming in? I have to tend to agree with Stephen. I think uh, on balance of play, Liverpool should have scored before now. Uh, and attacking-wise, they're still looking very, very dangerous. But in this last 10 minutes or so, um, Man United have, have really kind of uh, started to push forward and, and get the ball a lot more and have a, a few more chances and have had the better chances, I would have think. Uh, but, uh, again, I think, I think it's, it's looking like we've got a nil-nil draw. Uh, unless somebody can produce that that little spark of magic, uh, it looks like Man United are bringing on Mason Greenwood now, who uh, could potentially be a goal threat. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be an exciting five minutes or so uh, as we come to the end of the game. Yep, uh, I think Liverpool will end up ultimately kicking themselves that they did not score uh, and convert all the chances that they had in the first half. Um, yeah. You've got Mason Greenwood, who's coming on here for Manchester United as well. Uh, Manchester United will probably be fairly upset that uh, uh, that they didn't convert any chances here at Anfield, but mm-hmm. probably more uh, more relieved uh, if the result stands here nil nil. Right, that they'll be walking away here. Uh, I, I, man, I was I was given Manchester United crap about their their defensive tactic in this game, but it seemed to have worked. You know, yeah. as it stands right now, Man United will be the happier with the point uh, mm-hmm. in terms of the fact they've been able to soak up so much possession right. uh, from and so many kind of chances from from Liverpool and really kind of frustrate the front line. Um, mm-hmm. But it also shows how easy they are to dominate. Uh, and oh, it looks like a uh, Bruno Fernandez and Vinaldum are having a little bit of a spat. Mm. 
Pogba get himself in and the ref telling uh, Fernandez to shut his cake hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've took Vinaldum off for, for Milner. Mm. That's a pretty like for like. I, I would say it's, it's slightly positive for Liverpool simply because, you know, uh, you know, more, uh, you know, uh, less and tired now, legs. They're taking Fernandez off, and he is not going off happy. He is fuming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. This will he- certainly add some extra time here. I'm sure. Yeah, he was definitely not pleased to come off then. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he is not happy. But we finally got Mason Greenwood on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, In the 89th minute. <laughs> yeah. Even though he was being subbed on with, like, five minutes to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've wasted so much time. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it almost looked like Bruno Fernandez flipped off Ollie. It, uh, <laughs> it almost, almost looked like it. You know, if you if you didn't catch it at the right uh, moment, then uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Fernandez. I think that it's it's wise to take him off because in the the mood that he was in, then he would he would have picked up a booking. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a good idea to take him off. Let let cooler heads prevail. Mm. Well, gentlemen, I can't say that I am uh, loving this result here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long if the result stands here, I can't say that I'm loving it. But definitely a lot, uh, a lot less. Uh, a very, a very interesting statistic has just come up on my screen. Uh, the team that has scored the most goals in extra time is Man United with five goals this season. Ooh. Ooh. Looks like we got an extra three minutes here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ariga doing well to hold up the ball. Salah on the wing. Just United have just crowded that box out so well. The uh, for all the grief I've given, they they played a really solid straight line. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no defenders have been going wayward and and, and mm-hmm. really kind of breaking that line. Uh, I've got to give them props for that. Defensively, they've been they've been pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Getting down to make a break now. Yep. <laughs> Liverpool with a corner. Oh, went over everybody. And then mm-hmm. Maniard have got the ball. Is that? Oh, it's Pogba. Pogba's had a really good game as well. Uh, mm mm-hmm. When he's had the the opportunity, he's created some really good chances. He's definitely seems to be putting himself in that shot window, uh, kind of like some <laughs> come and get me performances for for Real Madrid, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps so. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, handball! By, oh no, the ref hasn't hasn't called it, and it looks like Maynard to break it again. Oh, he finally calls it then. I don't see what the point was. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's a um, pretty clear handball there. And then Biscuit Ankles Luke Shaw is now lying on the floor wasting time. <laughs> Biscuit Ankles. Oh, that was actually quite a little uh, slack kick by Trent Alexander-Arnold then. Yeah, take him out, Trent. Just like he deserved against Burnley when he should have been sent off. Oh, come on. Even the ref. Even the refs. <laughs> uh, goodness. Make a break now. We're into the 93rd minute. I think as soon as the, there's an opportunity, this ref is going to blow his whistle. Mm. Oh, but saying that, we've got... Oh, that's a foul, surely. Has he called it a foul? Yep. Yeah, uh, Liverpool have got a foul. And they're booking for Rashford. Uh Deserved as well. It was a pretty poor foul. Mm. Really not need as well. Oh, hard boot into Curtis Jones. Jesus mm. Christ. Calm down, lad. That won't help <laughs> you. Be, that won't yeah. help you with your school meals. Yeah, Rashford gave uh, gave Curtis Jones a school meal right there. That's for sure. Oh, man. Yeah, he was all over him. <laughs> oh... Up and it's gone clear, and the rest called it nil nil. Uh, Liverpool uh, and Klopp are going to be especially wow. aggrieved that they have not been able to put Man United away there. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be the happier of the two, keeps him top, keeps him mm-hmm. three points clear of Liverpool. But I think the happiest manager coming out of this is going to be Pep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're if you're Manchester City, you have to be loving this result right now. You have to be loving it. Wow. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is definitely not what you want out of Manchester uh, United uh, in terms of um, trying to to really keep Liverpool at bay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you got to be you got to be happy about you know uh, about not losing Liverpool. Right. As Mags pointed out, you have to be frustrated. You have to be frustrated if you're Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, they are creating the chances. They're they're making chances. They're not converting. They're they're just not converting. Yeah, that that must be a huge worry for for Klopp to go three league games without scoring a goal. And it's not mm-hmm. like you've got a, a, an easy run in the next few games. You've got Burnley, which should be a whipping. Uh, hopefully, I mean, not hopefully for for Burnley, but certainly hopefully for Liverpool, they'll be able to get uh, some goals there. Uh, but then they've got Tottenham and West Ham, who are. Uh, Tottenham obviously playing some really good football and West Ham were really hard to break down so yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's not an easy next few games for, for Liverpool whereas the likes of City and Man United have got relatively easy games so yeah this was this was a poor result for Liverpool uh, mm-hmm. they could have really done with the three points here um, yeah but there's still a long way to go in this season, uh, and you, I certainly wouldn't write them off. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. It, it, it's just going to be... Uh, I think we're a curse for Liverpool. I don't think we should ever watch Liverpool again as a watcher. I would agree. Let's yeah. never watch Liverpool <laughs> live, is ever. That, is that three watch-alongs we've done in three 
nil nil draws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So th- this game was yeah. shocking. That's exactly this, what's happened. <laughs> this game was absolutely shocking. Uh, I mean, that could have easily been three nil th- throughout the whole thing. Uh, I-, I mean, I think Liverpool played played a better game in, in almost almost every position. Really, uh, I mean, props to to Manchester United for uh, you know getting the guys in the box, I, I guess, and, and able and being able to you know shut down those chances. But but mm-hmm. man, man, yeah, if you're Klopp, you you got to be uh, wondering what happened, you know. It, not uh, not a good result if you are Jurgen Klopp and uh, the, the Liverpool Reds. Uh, if you're uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, uh, United fan, United player, uh, you will be definitely more than happy with this result. I would say mm-hmm. more than happy. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, gentlemen, um, uh, we got to close the show here. Uh, uh, goal of the week, uh, goal, rather, goal of the show. Certainly wasn't from this game. Right. <laughs> no, it wasn't from here. A goal of the show and player of the show. Um, uh, I'll, I'll start with you, Megs. Who do you have for goal of the show and player of the show? Um, I think, I don't know if this is the first, but I'm going to go with the same person for both. Uh, Dumbelli, his goal was mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. glorious. Uh, really, I don't think he meant it, uh, but it still <laughs> beautiful. All uh, is kind of over the over the back of his head, kind of flick. Uh, really mm-hmm. well played, uh, really well taken goal. A really dominant performance by our Spurs, and I think uh, that and Dumbelli and, and Kane were the kind of like linchpins of that team. So yeah, I'm going to go with a double winner this week. Uh, Dumbelli and Dumbelli. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's great picks. Steven, mm-hmm. what do you think? Player of the show and goal of the show. Yeah, so uh, for, for player of the show, uh, I think I'm going to go with a, uh, a Leicester City uh, player, and that player is Schmeichel. Uh, now, I, I know whenever I, we were talking about this Leicester City game, I, I was saying there's probably not a single person on, on the lineup that you can point to, uh, to to be the reasoning on why Leicester City had you know such a dominant game over Southampton, but if you are going to point to someone, I do think it would be Schmeichel. Uh, obviously, Schmeichel has been uh, somewhat inconsistent. I, I mean, he he's a very very good keeper, uh, and I, I think anyone would agree with that. Uh, but especially in in this game, shutting down Southampton's chances and, and sealing the deal uh, of a very, very dominant game uh, for Leicester City. So I'm going to go with Schmeichel for a uh, player of the show here. Uh, just a, a very, very good showing in that game. Mm-hmm. And then for, for goal of the week, uh, this might not come as a surprise to y'all. Uh, I'm going to go with Mope uh, from, from the Brighton game. Uh, uh, <laughs> so the, the reasoning for it is uh, obviously, you know, I give, I give Mope a lot of crap about not being able to finish. Uh, and really the, the buildup of the goal is really the, the reasoning on why I'm picking this, this goal, just because it was a very, very, tactical goal uh you know very good through passes very good uh you know vision and getting the ball to the goal and obviously you know mope he was just the guy in the right place at the right time i'm more so giving this uh to to mcallister really uh for for his uh for his assist there but 
Mag is uh, Mag disapproves. No, no, I, I, I like your pick. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have, uh, necessarily give it more pick, but it was always, as a team goal, it was really mm-hmm. beautiful to watch. I'm more looking forward to uh, next week's next weekend show. Uh, half four kickoff again next weekend is West Ham against Liverpool. Mm. Uh, next weekend, I actually have uh, the only game that's showing up for me. <laughs> no, ne- the next weekend show that we have is uh, Saturday. So I think there's only one game next weekend. Uh, that's oh, Saturday, yeah. right? I'm, I'm wrong. I'm looking at the end of the month. Yeah. Aston Villa versus Newcastle. Yeah. Um, and then uh, at the end of the month, uh, so Aston Villa versus Newcastle next Saturday, right here on Radio Tackers. You can join us for that game. That'll be a lot of fun. And then um, the following week, uh, we've got Arsenal versus Manchester United once again. We could definitely watch that. Uh, we can we can figure that out. We can figure that out. Last time we saw Arsenal Manchester United, that was uh, that was something. <laughs> there is an uh, on the the thirty first. There is an interesting game uh, that we could watch. I mean, after all Tanner's talk. Uh, after all, Stevens talk of, uh, of the sides that he wants to pick to be uh, a loyal supporter. Mm-hmm. We've got yeah. Brighton versus Tottenham. Brighton mm-hmm. versus Tottenham. That would be a good game as well. Yeah, that would be a very good game. That's an exciting game for sure. A game to seal the deal. Who right. wins Stevens' support? <laughs> <laughs> the biggest game in Brighton's history. Oh, I know. The, the stakes are super high. <laughs> Alrighty. Um for for me, goal of the show has to go with Dom Dombele. Um amazing goal. Very good. It had a little bit of everything that you would want in a goal. Good, great teamwork uh between him and uh, Berg, uh Bergwijn. Um you got uh obviously this amazing just rainbow kick and you're not again as Max pointed out you're not sure if he did it on purpose or if he did it by accident but I mean still nonetheless it was just a beautiful it went goal. In. <laughs> beautiful goal it went in it was a goal mm-hmm. um for player of the show I'm I'm actually going to go with Thiago Alcantara he he showed you a little bit of everything that he could do uh passing wise dribbling wise defensive wise he did what he was supposed to do. He was did what he did exactly what he was brought in to do. The only thing is that, uh, um, you know, the, when he would spread the ball around, nobody seemed to be able to convert it. And he even right. tried a few shots himself on target and, and looked really, really impressive. So I'm going to go with uh, Tiago Alcantara, player mm-hmm. of the show for me. Um, but yeah, we thank you guys, whoever you are, wherever you are, for joining us out there, uh, for listening to this and uh, using us as your alternative commentary uh, to this game. Um, we greatly appreciate you guys for joining us. Thank you so much. Um, I am, of course, the uh, the Texas gentleman. I'm Tanner, aka the Texas gentleman. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness uh, of course joined by the one the only Mr. Stephen Grudy and the hardest working man in all of podcasting uh, my good friend and yours Mags uh, Mags where can more people find uh, where can people find more of your content you can find me at Texas Gentleman underscore there's <laughs> <laughs> almost a little bit of Borat right there at the end a little bit of uh... <laughs> 
you can uh, you can follow me at DJ Kirby on on Twitter. It's always a good time getting involved in any arguments or spats that I'm involved in. So yeah, come and uh, come and join the fun. Mm. Indeed, indeed. Stephen, where can people find more of your stuff? Yeah, uh, so you can find me at uh, Grudy Stephen on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me, uh, of course, here on uh, Radio Techers, uh, as well as Headlock Talk on the uh, the occasional show that we're doing. So, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, all right, well, cool, guys. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, you know, let your friends know, let your family know about Radio Techers. We greatly appreciate you for, for joining us here today. Um, also, again, uh, we are sponsored with uh, Podgo and the NBA store. Again, go to podgo.co slash NBA uh, for NBA merch. So if you're not only a, a Premier League fan, but also an NBA basketball fan, definitely check that out uh you know get discounts up to 75 percent off on nba merch uh, mm-hmm. so definitely make sure to give that a go uh as well as check out thrive betting please gamble responsibly tell you uh, tell thrive that uh shooting sports ish and radio techers sent you uh but until then i'm of course again tanner aka the texas gentleman and for steven and mags we bid you adieu good night and good bang Bang. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody.